Are you good with your notes? There? Yeah, yeah, they're great. So many notes. Don't look at me like that. Get your face back on the microphone. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm ready. Maybe? Yeah, right now? Are you good? I'm fine. I got all these notes. Just go. So many notes, though. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with the plethora of notes you have. Look well, at you. it's because Pro- I care. Professional now. Yeah. I'm, well, I, I needed something to think about other than moving. What changed? You? Oh, the move? Yeah. <laughs> the move. It was like me just dying of anxiety. Fine. All right. Fine. Let's do the show then. Let's do it. Forget it. Well, welcome, everybody, to episode number 23 of Random Draw, a board game podcast. Uh, I am your host, Daniel Mann. I'm here with Mark Belisle. hey And David Hubbard. That is I. We're up to episode number 23. Yeah, solid. We're well. actually being consistent this year, which I think is very adult of us. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to double our numbers. Not of, of episodes, listeners, but of, of episodes. episodes. Yeah. It'll just is be- it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, mm. No, we did 17 last year, and we'll do like 23 this year. Yep. <laughs> It's not double. It's not double. That's all I'm saying is it's not double. You know, it's not how math works. We would have to do 34 to double it, Mark. Yeah, and there's not that many other weeks. Listen, we would I, have to do a lot of specials, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm only willing to do some specials. Yeah, I'm really sorry about that, guys. Uh, it's not my show notes, though. So <laughs> I wasn't prepared for the math. So you guys, so Mark has Mark has really turned the corner on his life. Yeah, so two pages. Two he pages. Has two pages of typed notes for the show, which is crazy because we barely talk about what's going to be said on the show. Yeah. Yeah, we our discussion pre-show is these are the games, the three games we're going to talk about, and then the one topic we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. That is all. Yeah, the topic really took me down a rabbit hole. <laughs> Dave, Uh-oh. how many pages of notes do you have? All of these that are in my empty hands. Yeah, yes. I also have zero. <laughs> I did have a conversation and thought about our show topic, and that is it. Well, I think that's what I'm using the show notes it. for. This the show topic was is always super interesting to me, and I feel like I don't ever have anything constructive to say about it. So now with the show notes, <laughs> at least I'll have facts. <laughs> That's good. I like that you're planning it out. Yeah, solid. <laughs> Teaser for the end of the show, we're uh, going to be talking about co-op games yeah. at the end of the show today. Our third game is a co-op, so it'll lead uh, yeah. lead in perfectly. Because we planned that. Yeah, we did We did plan that. We did plan it, oddly enough. It's without of our planning. Without even writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> but I have it like in my show notes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so one of us wrote it. Yeah. Uh, cool. All right, fine. Let's talk about games. I love it. So if you guys don't know, we talk about board games on this show. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll get around to it. So let's talk about the first game. What is the first game that we're talking about? First game is Sorry. Mega City Oceania. Oh, oh that was a, it's a dexterity game. It is kind of a dexterity game. I, I didn't mean, expect it to be a dexterity game. But it was. You're building things. Yeah. So explain yeah. this game. Okay. So this game, let me set the tone for you here. <laughs> it's so, 2046. Wait, yeah. Is this new flavor for our ear? It's old flavor for your two's ear because mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. went on and on about it. Yeah. But new flavor for other ears. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so in this game, the world has gone to hell. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, like where we're doing. Yeah, like yeah. the world has actually just continued on its current trajectory. <laughs> yeah. And, and now we reach the future. Yeah, the world is overpopulated mm-hmm. and the um, water levels have risen and we're out of places for people to live. So they're like, I got an idea. Let's build cities on the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Yeah. I, and so some uh, engineers got together and they're like, I, yeah, let's do it. Let's put these platforms and yeah. then build buildings and people people can live out there and they probably won't sink yeah but they can fish a lot yeah you well <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, true i assume that if i lived in one of these i'd be like sitting there my legs dangling off the side of the oil platform my house is built on just fishing yeah. i like if that you, you want any of those weird like fish monsters that are going to be growing <laughs> oh, yeah. in the ocean be, so i like strange. that you assume that in the future there'll still be fish yeah. i also <laughs> well i also assume that in the future there will still be me so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's true, true. We, there's, a, there's we, a lot of assumptions that happen yeah, right yeah. a lot of holes in your theory we here, all know that any apocalypse happens 
I died day one. <laughs> I do not survive. So in this game, there's tiles, octagons, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. No, they're pentagons. No, there's, there's five sides. No, there's not five sides. Is there eight there's sides? Eight. I feel like there are stuff. There are side. a number of sides oh. that are more than they're more than three sides. I agree with Dave. I've it's got, not uh, a square. More than four sides. I'm with Dave still. I've got pictures. Okay, they are t- oh, one, God. two, three, <laughs> figure four, out right five, five six. They're sextagons. Six sides. Ah. So nobody was right. Yeah. Yes, that's my favorite. <laughs> that is answer. my favorite. Turns out we're all dumb. <laughs> so there's so there are six sides on this platform, and inside of a bag, there's tons of pieces, like plastic pieces, mm, a big and, black yeah. bag. So you can't see into you it. You can't see into it. So you on your turn, you can either take a building piece, mm-hmm. you can take a card, which is a contract that tells you what you're trying to build, whether it's so many centimeters high, um, millimeters, millimeters high, or how it is aligned on the card, or you could take three pieces out of the bag. Mm-hmm. And there's three different colors in the bag, and they had the only one I can remember is black steel. Uh, black steel. There was glass, glass, and, and then gray, there was gray marble, cron- I think concrete, concrete, maybe. There, yeah, Smooth good concrete. Not in the notes there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, no good. This no, is great. Not, Mark, no. if this is the last time that you will do show notes. Yeah, yeah, no, it's never happening again. Right. Uh, enjoy them now because it's you no, know, you know, crush your spirit. You We're know, like seven minutes in. You know what will happen is he'll come back next week and his show notes will be like 12 pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'll yeah. be like every single detail of the game, which will be great for the show, but yeah, it'll just be like, uh, what? what's that component? Hold on. <laughs> uh, according to page three, a, the, subsection six, the rule books for every game. Yeah, in front that's of them. hilarious. It's smooth concrete. So you're trying to build this uh, little platform, and the platforms are different types of the city: uh, municipal buildings, whatever, uh, public spaces, public spaces, stuff like that. Uh, you build in between your turn, which I thought it was actually kind of cool. So you're not building on your turn. When it gets to your turn, if your building's not built and ready to be put out, you can't put it out. You have to do something else. Yeah. So if it gets to your turn, your building's built. You can say, "All right, I'm going to build," and then you have to push your building to the middle of the table and connect it with the rest of the map. Yeah, because it has to be all one giant like series of platforms connected right. to others. Yeah, so this tugboats are pulling your building out tug, tug. and and <laughs> what? No, hold on. That was I was gonna make a tug tug noise, but I went tug tug. Tug tug. <laughs> what do you think a tugboat makes? It goes. Okay. All right. I'm I'm my face is red. Oh, yeah, that's right. So yeah. <laughs> so the tugboats take your building out, and if your building falls over when mm-hmm. it uh, is being pushed out, you just take your pieces back and you rebuild it. Do it again, and that's your turn. Though mm-hmm. you've wasted your turn because mm-hmm. your big dumb fingers can't push it out. Right. <laughs> well, I think we all experience that yeah, at absolutely. least once. Well, because you have to get your building. It has to have a certain amount of pieces to build it, and it has to have a certain height. Mm-hmm. So if it if somewhere like tall and wonky like and you can get bonus points for having the tallest building so of course you're trying to do that yep so you push it out there and it falls over and you lose your turn so if you push it out there and it falls over while the game is going on you just anything that falls off the map goes in the water of course and then the rest (laughs) of the pieces just sit there so you don't you won't obviously have the tallest building anymore and then you just keep going until all of the regular um contract cards are up Mm -hmm. and then you just add your points up at the end victory points that's it it's not a very hard game i mean it's hard to play can we talk about let's talk about the components for a second so yeah a lot of dexterity games you play the components are at least least a little beefy they're wood or they're they have some some essence some heaviness to them these don't 
They're little plastic pieces. They're so yeah. light. And mm-hmm. I don't want to use the word flimsy because that's not right. Like no, it's hard like plastic. You can't bend them or anything. No. Yeah. But they're they're a lot of them are very small pieces. Mm-hmm. They're odd shapes. And so to build with these things is real odd. Yeah, they very yeah. rarely match up yeah. like sizes. <laughs> so they're kind of wonky to build yeah, with. Yeah, that's the mark of a good like stacking dexterity mm-hmm. game. Well, yeah. Like nothing is ever flush. It's like oh, just no. close yeah. to being flush, and yeah. you put them next to each other and you're like, no. Nope. <laughs> but then they're also so thin that yeah. stacking them on their sides is difficult yeah. yes. and no leaning can take place like right. they just fall yeah. over you're gonna have a bad time if you try to stack one of them for <laughs> sure that but way. to the flip side of that so when we first started building and you get these contracts and it'll say you have to build a 60 millimeters or whatever i don't do a lot of things in my life with millimeters as a measurement yeah mm-hmm. we're not so, saying it's good or bad no yeah. but it's just, it's just i'm not yeah. used to that as such a small measurement and so i'm thinking oh the tallest building oh 90 how do i get to 90 and then you pull over it so the game yeah. comes with these little towers they look like towers but they have measurements on Mm -hmm. it yeah and so you slide it over and you're like oh i'm double that oh yeah yeah (laughs) oh i'm fine that That first time i thought i had to get 45 i was like oh my god that's so tall that's what i was gonna say like 40 was the one where i was like oh how am i gonna get these little pieces to 40 (laughs) and then you put it over there and you're like 70 like oh yeah yeah oh this game's in metric all right (laughs) yes from a dexterity game from building things up perspective everything was much much smaller than i thought Mm -hmm. which actually made me more than two-thirds of the way through the game start to switch my strategy. In the early game, it's like, oh, I got to build this big old tower. And then you're like, no, I have to build a 30-millimeter tower. Mm -hmm. That is a real small tower. And And then I need to slide in the middle and go on to my next project and having mm-hmm. the tallest tower only gets you one point at the yeah. end so it's not and a game changer it gives you one one prestige but it gives you unlimited flex <laughs> i hate it I hate it. <laughs> yeah but on top of that one point i want to say the end of the game all of us were around the 30s yeah so like one point is not a huge amount mm-hmm. worthy of taking up a lot of time not as much time as mm-hmm. i was spending trying to make tall buildings oh yeah and having Same them here. fall yeah, over. yeah yeah <laughs> that's what i will say is that we we ran into that issue like towards the end of the game after we, you know you bring out like the super contracts after mm-hmm. you take all the little regular contracts right. out we had totally burned through all of the tall pieces mm-hmm. and like we had just a bunch of janky little like little reject tiny baby pieces. pieces yeah it was it was pretty incredible this has nothing to do with the game but my table has one like little uneven piece in the middle <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so i was trying to push it across there to get over if you build a building next to a park it gives you a bonus point at the end of the game so mm-hmm. i'm pushing mine over i'm trying to get it over this little hump in the table and it's so frustrating so if your table's all crooked maybe this in the game yeah <laughs> keep that in mind like yeah. i said that one time i was sliding it over i like ramped up off of it yeah <laughs> and I was like, Whoa. yeah it's it but the components and the game has such a good look on the table like once the buildings start getting built more and more the ta- it just looks so cool on the table so we have a bunch of pictures over on instagram which i highly recommend you check out it yeah. really was neat looking yeah by the end and they're all like different shapes and different colors and and weirdly surrounding parks and like it really was cool and then i like the park mechanic so you can put parks out and then once you put a park out every building of yours at the end of the game that is touching a park gets a bonus point mm-hmm. it encourages you to try to slide your buildings like around right and i've never really played a dexterity game where you have to slide your finished thing like yeah. when you play a dexterity game it's i have my base or i have my whatever and you build it in front of yourself and then you tenuously back off and go ah, i did it right. yeah and this one no, no, no. Yeah. You, you build it in front of yourself and then you slide it into the center Which is, of the table. Yeah, I thought that was kind of the most interesting part. There's two things I really like about this game. One, you have to build on your off turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, you're, you're bu- always 
doing stuff. You're always doing something. Mm-hmm. So there's no downtime in this game at yeah. all. And then sliding across the table is like such a big change. Like you said, in dexterity mm-hmm. games, it's like you have mm-hmm. to kind of rethink. You can't just build up and really tall because now I have to move this thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I have to get it out to the ocean. Right. I yeah. got to tugboat it out there. Go ahead. <laughs> the exactly. Thing, and two, I think like the only, one of the only problems I had with the game was that like you have to be really cognizant about going if it's your turn? Yeah, yeah. like that's the because I think we all had that experience where like we were like trying to finish a building and we're like I want to deliver, but yeah. also I'm holding everybody else up because other people are wanting to deliver too. With the way the parks work, like it's first come first serve. Mm-hmm. So like if you're not ready to deliver a building as a table, you have to be like, all right, if you're not ready to roll with the building, you have to like right, make right. you have to do something that's not that. Yeah, and that's maybe I missed it in the rules, but I'm sure there's something in there for that because yeah. it's very specific. You can only deliver on your turn mm-hmm. and you can't you're not building on your turn yeah. you're building on your off turn which is cool i mean yeah. it's, i actually really like this game mm-hmm. we kind of bought it blind at uh, games and stuff in uh, Glen Burnie, maryland and it's just one of those games that i was like it looks really cool mm-hmm. and then i walked around the store and i'm like yeah it's really cool but do i want to spend that much and then event i bought it i mean yeah because yeah, we played it obviously. yeah because we played it but i thought it was really good so let's a lot of fun let's rate so our rating system that's uh mega city oceana so first off before you rate it mark give me them stats on the game stat you want that you want that vital information yeah <laughs> well, sure i mean yeah. it's your yeah. news resolution <laughs> i guess well, well, yeah i wish that you had some show sort notes. of show notes show notes with <laughs> Uh, Mega City Oceana was published by Hub Games. It was designed by Jordan Draper, who also did Cactus and Import Export. I don't know if you've ever heard. Of I've heard of games. Import Export. Yeah, Import Export looks like a lot of fun. Might have to put that one on the the, the wish list. Well, now I don't like it. And uh, <laughs> Michael Fox the second. Michael J. Fox the second. Michael Fox. Michael I, J. Fox I knew one of you was going to make that joke. Well, yeah. why wouldn't we? Yeah, it's <laughs> low hanging fruit. And here's the thing: I'm not making a joke about a dexterity game and Michael J. Fox. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Thank you for taking I mean, the high road, yeah, Dave. Took the high road. You're welcome, did everyone. You? <laughs> what else is Hub Games made? Hub Games? Did Good. that information you have? No, why would it? Why would that? It's be? not in his show notes. It's not on my show Daniel, notes. Daniel, it's all like that doesn't have good. It just show doesn't notes. sound familiar. Well, if you had asked me, like, hey, what did Michael Fox do? He also did uh, Ace <laughs> Back of to the Spies. Future. And, uh, um, Back to the Future 2. Yep. He, <laughs> Back he did, to the Future 3. Yeah. Interesting enough. Back to the Future Harder. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys so much. Uh, he did Live Free or Back to the Future? <laughs> Teen Wolf. Yep. Teen Wolf, Teen, Wolf, f- actually. Yeah. Teen Wolf in the future and yeah. in the past. Teen guys, Wolf back to the future. <laughs> you guys just let me know when you're done. <laughs> we'll never be done. I'm, we'll, I'm never buying you time to look up Hub Games, making uh, my stupid Michael J. Fox <laughs> joke. Let's see. Hub Games. He was, then he was in a television show. Yeah, he also did Holding mm, On the Troubled City. Life of Billy Kerr. <laughs> what? Which? Oh, I, I, we own. We, oh, yeah. Dave and yeah. I and Candy and Amber played a couple rounds of that, mm-hmm. which was, was that? really interesting. That game was fun. That game was depressing. I've never that played it. That game is depressing. Well, I, but I digress. Yeah, but we digress. We're not going to talk about Dungeon Pets. We're not talking about dungeon pets <laughs> apparently we're never gonna play dungeon pets. Uh, hub games hub games i'm not anymore well this what is... are you on the wi-fi yeah no. what sort of weird show notes are on your phone you got all those pages I hate you all killed you. all those trees to type type up them show notes mm-hmm. no. i like that they're typed though because i can't read your handwriting no my it's really terrible i can't read dave's handwriting either yeah i can read yours you have beautiful handwriting I know, daniel i do i don't know why no it's it, it's unsettlingly good you know what i do with my handwriting that's confusing is sometimes all of my A's look like a capital A, whether mm. it's a small A or not. And sometimes at work, I have to write down passwords for people. And then I have to specifically say, like, despite this being a capital A in your <laughs> password, a it a. is not an A. 
very confusing for them. Hub Games also did uh, Holding On the Troubled Life of Billy Kerr. Okay. Uh, they did Prisma Arena. I've never heard of that. Me either. I haven't heard any of these games. Oh. Uh, blank colon blank demic. There's what? A blank. That's the name of the game. Blank colon blank demic. Pandemic. Yeah. Is it Pandemic Legacy? No, no, no it's blank demic. Did they do Pandemic I think, Legacy? I think, it's, a, I think it's a riff Iberia. on Pandemic Legacy. Sure. And then Adventure Mart. Huh. I don't know any of those games. Nope, me either. I just know the Billy Kerr one. Yeah. Flip and it's over depressing. Frog. They did Flip Over Mark, Frog. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to ask you what all these companies made. All right, great. Keep that in mind. <laughs> so let's... I'll, I'll know for next time. <laughs> yeah. I oh, and what... the artwork was done by uh, Winnie Sheck. Winnie Sheck. Winnie what... Sheck. Oh, what artwork? I guess like the artwork the... on the platform. So when mm-hmm. you're building your uh, building on a platform, you... <laughs> I really lost the word for building in my brain. <laughs> when you're doing the uh, thing? I almost said when you build the platform on the platform and then went... That's that, make that sense. can't be right. So there's three uh, icons, I guess, on it. Uh, and yeah. then they come in four different colors. So mm-hmm. your contract will tell you what color your platform has to be. And they're all double-sided, so you can flip it over as one of your actions to like get the right color of, of platform. Uh, and then on it are three hookups. So you have to make sure that your building is connected to all three of the hookups. That way they can have sewage and, and power gas and, and power. Whatever you first wallers need. Yeah. And then there's also a vent, and you have to make sure you don't block the vent with the building. Right. Unless you get a contract that tells you to. <laughs> yeah, which is <laughs> confusing, weird. but but I'll do it. So let's uh, rate, what is this game called? Oceana. 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 I have Mega, such, City, Mega Oceana. City Oceana. I have a hard time with the title. I don't know why. Uh, let's rate uh, Mega City Oceana on a scale from 1 to 10, but we don't use 7 because we think 7's a cop-out. So out of a 1 to 10 tugboats, but not 7 tugboats, <laughs> how many tugboats would you rate this game, Mark? Uh, I'm going to give this game a solid 8. I like dexterity games in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this game was really fun. It's got a pretty nice little strategy mechanic in there. Also having the amount of pieces on the cards that you have to build, like having those prerequisites for your buildings, like yeah. having courtyards, having overhangs, all that stuff is really cool. Uh, I liked it a lot. Give me, give me eight tugboats out of ten. Tug, tug. <laughs> That's not the sound the tugboat makes. Uh, Dave, how many tugboats out of ten not using seven would you give Mega City Oceana? I am very sad to announce <laughs> that I agree with Mark, and it oh, is an no. eight. I just hated that I was agreeing with Mark. Is really Listen, what it was. I, I thought it was a fantastic game. I really so to me, dexterity games fall into two basic categories: flick something or build something or stack something <laughs> or stack something. Yeah, <laughs> and pop it, so flick I've, it, stack <laughs> it. <laughs> So I've played a lot of different stack it dexterity games, mm-hmm. and this might be one of my favorites purely because I a really enjoyed the uh, contract section yeah. of it, but b I loved that you had to slide your creation. Great. I don't know why it's the it's such a small thing. It seems like such a small thing, and then like the palpitations that run through your heart yeah. when you're trying to slide this rickety tower across <laughs> the table. Hope it floats. Right. See you later. And then you look at the t- board like the rest of the city and you're like oh no i gotta go around in a circle so yeah. i can get attached to that park over there and get them extra points at the end of the game like that mechanic was so fun yeah. to add to a dexterity build it game so yeah i, I liked it yeah and uh so again omega city oceana out of 10 not using seven tugboats i will also give it an eight i actually really really like this game it's probably my second favorite dexterity game, I think. Which first? Junk Art. Oh, I do yeah. like that. Junk, junk Art's art. great. Because Junk Art's easy to play with anybody. Mm-hmm. And this... This, this has some rules. It's weird because most dexterity games have very few rules, especially yeah. stack whereas this has a decent amount of yeah, rules. Yeah, this would be harder for me to play with my daughter because it would... A lot of times, if games have a lot of rules, I have to help her like on my off turn, but I don't have an off turn in this, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm building. So <laughs> I got a city I got, to build. I got to build this city. <laughs> 
So uh, I'm going to give it an, an eight. That's eight eights. No, that's three eights. <laughs> it's like eight eights. Wait a There's three of us. Wait a minute. <laughs> How many of us are there? Well, mine counts as six. So, <laughs> so Extra that's weight. three eights uh, for Mega City Oceana by Hub Games. That's a good game. Yeah, it's great. I mm-hmm. liked it a lot. Now we are going to talk about a game we played recently, as in an hour ago. Yeah. Barbarians so it's, Battlegrounds. It's is it Battlegrounds? Battlegrounds. Is the first word? Or no, it's Barbarians Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds. Bar- this Should, is a professional show. Yeah. Should have just stuck it with Barbarians. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Barbarians Battlegrounds. And and we're, yeah, we're saying it like that because it's a bear-themed game. Yeah. So in the middle, it's spelled like B-A-R, B-E-A-R, like bear. Yeah. Ian. I'm not sure how you actually spell Barbarians, but now I feel like I this is going to mess me up on how I spell barbarian <laughs> right I, it's a class in D. i've seen the word a lot of times yeah, it's got to be different it's got you know what i'm convinced <laughs> it's, it's, different. it's gotta be different we're all staring at it yeah now, i'm trying convinced to out. it's different uh battlegrounds barbarians dave why don't you tell us about barbarians battlegrounds <laughs> sure uh so this game is uh, definitely a lighter category game mm-hmm. um this is pretty much assigning dice so it actually reminded me a lot of roll for the galaxy in uh, that aspect in that you're all rolling dice and then you're assigning them secretly and then you show everyone where you put your different dice and then whatever you go through the steps and whatever happens happens but this one is far more interactive so in this one each of you is a different sect of bear society yeah i was uh, with you yeah Yeah. i was uh i was ice bears viking ice bears Mm -hmm. yeah i was forest bears Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like communist Mars bear. No, you were lava bear. <laughs> yeah, lava, lava bear. bear. Yeah, communist lava bear. Obviously, the well-known lava bear family. You're a comrade, yeah. bear. <laughs> comrade bear. In bear society, volcano do you. <laughs> Stopping embarrassing. So we went ahead. <laughs> I hate it. I love I hate it. hate puns. Dan, you're full of hate tonight. No, I know. Just for puns. Well, and this, game, this game is full of puns. Oh, it's nothing but puns. Yeah. It was all Which puns. pretty great. So all of you roll your dice openly. That way you can look around and be like, oh, no, Dan's got three sixes. It, I'm it probably going to get attacked. Oh, I had a joke. I had a pun, but it took me five minutes to put it together. Okay. I should it. have said those puns were unbearable. Oh, nice. Got them. Nope. Too late. So <laughs> It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. It's not clever when I do it 10 minutes later. Yeah. Uh, so you go ahead and then assign your dice secretly. So you can assign them to attack your friends. You can assign them to defend yourself or to gather one of the couple of different resources in the game or to pray to the bear gods. Uh, once you've bared your soul to them, then they will bear what? <laughs> bear what? Then uh, they will Bear-hova? permanently uh, lock a basically a victory point. First person uh-huh. to seven victory points wins. That is it. Like insta win. Yeah. But the first player token goes around in a circle and most everything happens simultaneously. Nobody really has an advantage from like you got more turns per no, se because no, all of you have the same amount of turns. But if you plan it right, you can get your action first and win. Oh, yeah. very much so. that's what I did. I saw yeah, it happen. And that was great. <laughs> I and saw by, it happen. And by plan, I mean it was my turn first and I that happened. Yep. <laughs> And we did not attack you well. Yeah, yeah, you oh. didn't attack me good enough. Yeah, uh, you so, barely attacked me. Oh, there it is. Yeah, uh, I, I I'm just using ex- barely over and over. Yeah. You really need to switch it up a little bit. I yeah. don't yeah. even I like expected that. I the do combat it. to be a lot more grisly. Oh, there it is. Oh, Dan. The problem is you're just polar opposites, mm-hmm. me and Dave. Mm-hmm. I give this game a two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a long pause before you decided on that. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I, I don't like, I don't like puns. Oh. And the problem is, you two really like puns. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Do you know why? Because you don't. Yeah. If you didn't hate puns so much, we wouldn't do this. I don't know time. that that's true. <laughs> oh, it is. Uh, I've, I've no, we still do puns. I've been but. pretty pro pun my entire yeah, life. Me yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, so once you assign all your dice, uh, you go through the different steps. First is battle. You can battle each other. You basically are stealing victory points and or resources, defending yourself, and then getting resources to buy more things. There's actually a lot of up 
upgrades in this game for how light of a game it is. Mm -hmm. And then there's also secret objectives. And the second you complete one, it gets you some victory points and you move on. You can also get your seven victory points, but they don't have to be your color flag. So there's lots of ways to go get victory points. And first one to seven wins. Our second, third game, I think we played two games, three games. Yeah, we played two. Our second game, Dan won so fast. It I was won nuts. both games. Yeah, yeah, you did. Mark that down because it does not happen often. <laughs> it's yeah. the only game I ever want to play now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you crushed us pretty good yeah. on the second game. Yeah, I don't know. It just happened. One yeah. of my only real criticisms of this game is uh, you can absolutely just keep rolling terribly and For sure. do yeah. poorly. Yeah. Yeah. There is some dice mitigation, but you need to spend resources to do it. So if you nonstop roll super poorly, then at some point like you are yeah. spending all your resources trying to not roll so poorly and not really progressing. And that's what I did like about one thing about the game is like no dice is ever wasted. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, each time like if you roll a one, no big deal. Just yeah, get, get some honey. Get some honey. Get some honey with it. If you roll a six and you can't lock any victory points in because like everyone's stolen them, yeah, you, get you can always sunnies. get two sunny Ds. Or so. you can always attack someone. Yeah, yeah you can always do that. Too. That's the way you do it. Uh -huh. You get a six, yeah. you attack. That yeah. is the <laughs> <laughs> that's the way I should have played. If I don't have glory that's not locked, if I get a six, I'm just going to attack. Yeah, or so, just attack. Yeah. <laughs> so you can lock your glory. That is one of the actions you can take with the dice, but only a six. So you're giving up a six to lock it, but the downside is the attack phase happens first. Mm -hmm. So if someone steals all your glory mm -hmm. and then it gets to that, you can't lock one down, but you can still use the six to get a couple sunshine boys. Yeah. 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 So it's not the worst thing ever. Yeah, you never waste anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, unless like you put defense up and, and no one attacks, attacks you, you, but like yeah, okay. that's a good strategy. But you were still defended. Like, yeah. Your bears were still there doing bear things. They were just yeah. standing on the wall watching. Just scratching their backs on trees. Yep. Waiting. Yep. Using uh, toilet paper. Yep. Sing oh, does not stick bears. to their butt. Nope. Yeah. And singing about the bear necessities. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Getting their heads stuck in honey pots. Yeah. <laughs> That's everything we've I referenced know about bears. a lot of bears. <laughs> yeah. so we just referenced and eating picnic baskets. Mm -hmm. Just having uh, having your uh, your fur blown off by John Candy. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. That's a good one. <laughs> and Thanks. then occasionally talking to your neighbors, the Berenstein Bears. Uh, you mean the Berenstein Bears? Stein? The Berenstein Bears? Yeah. That's the, have you never heard of that like thing? Where no. Half of the people know it as the Berenstein Bears. The other half of them know them as the Bear and Stain Bears. Really? Yeah. There's like some weird internet conspiracy theory about how that's a divergent reality. <laughs> Okay, this is that's, this is too far. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't understand. That's gonna be on yeah, my that's that's on my know. other podcast. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it just seems like it's people pronouncing things different. I don't really yeah. think it's a different reality. Is there a it's tomato just... tomato subreddit? No, yeah. no. Apparently, there's like a whole group of people who remember it specifically being the Berenstain Bears. Remember it? What does that mean? Remember it? Yeah, like, like they just books. remember it. Like I'm telling you, just Google Berenstain. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, we're doing a listeners, podcast, Mark. Listeners, <laughs> if you want some premium conspiracy thought. But I don't understand how they can remember it if it's a book. Like, you just read it, and well, however you say it in your head, that's yeah. how it is. Yeah, I mean, but, like, people think it's spelled differently, too. It's not spelled differently. Yeah. Well, listen, it's because we're Berenstein people. I'm not any of those we're people. Part of, we're part of that, let's call it reality A. No, okay. it's just a mispronunciation, and, yeah, and I'm not even got, saying I'm right. I'm just saying it's And then you've got reality B. You could convince B. me to pronounce it the other way. Yeah. I'm, I'd be like, okay. All yeah, right. Yeah. I've okay, been doing it wrong. I'm fine with that. I don't think about that more than once a year. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the first time in many years I've thought about this. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's like a whole other thing, too. Like, people... Like another example has got something to do with Nelson Mandela. What? How? He's dead anyway. Well, he's dead now, but he wasn't always dead. What, what? <laughs> I agree that Nelson Mandela <laughs> yeah. was not always dead. I mean, dead. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I have to say Mark's right there. Yeah. <laughs> he was not always dead. All right. Anyway. You got me, Mark. Yeah. He wasn't always dead. <laughs> hey, thanks for taking this trip to Conspiracy <laughs> Corner with Mark. So, barbarians. Barbarians. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, 
yeah, that's pretty much the game. I, I liked it. <laughs> I, I thought it was a fun game. I uh, hated that. It's tops of like 20 minutes. We played it three player. I don't think it would be really that great with two. No, I can't and imagine I that. I would like to play it with four because yeah. like the interaction of us attacking each other and defending was a lot of the fun of the game. So mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's like on the roll of the dice, you can see, you can kind of look at other people's dice and be like, got him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. As soon right as there. Like I think of that time that I rolled like two sixes and a five. Yeah, like, uh-oh. You're like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's not enough defense for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then you could always just spend two sun boys and flip your dice to any face you want yeah. it to be at. Yeah. Now it's a six. You can also buy more dice. And like it's it's like a lot of games. You can buy more dice, roll more dice later, and, you know, upgrade in various ways. But it is a short game, so choose your upgrade path because you can't go all upgrade yeah. paths. Yeah, yeah. I think it's too short. You want it longer? I want it longer. I mean, you could play it at 10, either. I, I either want it to be more mechanically streamlined or I want it to be longer. One of the two. See, and I really like the amount of choices there were, the amount of paths to victory, as Andre would say. Yeah. I, I like that there was a lot to do and you were not going to have time to do it all in one game. That you had to sort of go, oh, is this worth it? Because I know this game's not going to be super long, so I don't know if this is worth it. Maybe I want to do that instead. Like, Maybe that's my problem with the game. Gave me some choices. It's, I it's, liked that. The game just, like, ends. And, like, there's not really... <laughs> that's how all games work. Well, no, I mean, but, like, it, it ends so <laughs> I abruptly. Agree with Dave. You, know? you know what? Dave's right on this one. You got the Mandela one for I, sure, <laughs> but Dave's right on this one. That's very true. Yeah, no, but, like, I, I know that all games end. <laughs> yep. All good we're, things We're not still end. playing. But what I will say is that <laughs> that's I, how really, I, know. I really feel like this game in so abruptly like because you just the person as soon as you get seven the game's over not the person dan yeah, yeah. So as, as soon as dan, dan gets seven, seven it's over and it doesn't matter like any of like your plans so but also i don't think we attacked dan as much as we should have no. like we should have seen dan at five you, victory points and maybe tried to do you, something yeah, that's about exactly it. what we did we saw him at five and i said oh we should attack dan in the next turn he won oh, yeah. and then yeah <laughs> but we weren't watching him the previous turn perhaps like, you should have chosen violence yeah. because that is what i did yes what you did yeah and if we had chosen violence violence like we would have actually taken dan out maybe mm-hmm. before he won that round yeah i don't know I had, like I one thing lost mm-hmm. yeah and we both lost to dan's attacks giving him the victory points yeah necessary. yeah so. yeah just kingmakers both of you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry you just win dan this game's not great so you can win <laughs> i quit i disagree this game is great yeah this uh, is a great conversation yeah i know i don't yeah dave Between and i too i think the game is fine yeah <laughs> yeah i mean ultimately I'm, i think my fo- my score will reflect that it's a solid game it's just not for me oh yeah. Well, speaking of scores. So are you more bull or more bear on this game? Uh, I'm going to have to go more bear. <laughs> this is a bear market. I'm weirdly bull on this bear game. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, Dan's brain is broken. So you see him over there? I hate you guys. Uh-huh. That's Barbarian's Battlegrounds. Mark, why don't you tell us some uh, information about Barbarian's Battlegrounds? Barbarian's Battlegrounds that is published by Greenbrier Games, who also did Champions of Hera. I just bought a Greenbrier Games. Did you really? Which one? It's of dreams and something. Oh, of dreams and something. When dreams may come? No. (laughs) Yeah, Cuba Gooding Jr. is in my game. (laughs) Robin Williams is dead in that one. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's great. Uh, It's of dreams and nightmare. No, no, that's all right. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It's all a dream. It's Jim Carrey. It's a Jim Carrey and Cuba Gooding Jr. game. Okay, that checks out for sure. <laughs> if you uh, if you take the Jim Carrey action, do you have to say somebody stop me? You chose the mask. Yeah, yeah. of yeah. all the Jim Carrey movies, <laughs> which ones would you pick? Ace uh, Ventura? No, yeah. I would choose the Truman Show. Oh, you're such a hipster. Dave. And in case you don't see me, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Yeah, no, yeah. I would never that, that, that movie's fine. That movie is the best. This game is called Dr- Of Dreams and Shadows. Of Dreams and Shadows. I don't know anything about it. Well, I mean, I know a little bit about Neither. it. But I know <laughs> that it's published by Greenbrier Games. That's a lot of what I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, now that I've derailed. 
<laughs> so it was published by Greenbrier Games, designed by Walter Barber. Barbarian Barber? Yeah, he's a barbarian barber. Interesting. Barbarian Barber I like. Yeah, that's good. That I like just two axes and someone holds your hair up and yeah, yeah. just berserks on them. <laughs> Uh, so it's designed by Walter Barber and Ian Van Nest, and they both also di- designed Champions of Hera. I don't know what Champions of Hera Me is. Me either. It's like their only other <laughs> game credit, though. Oh. It's like a whole bunch of expansions for Barbarians. Oh my gosh, there's expansions for Barbarians, there is. Dave. You know what? I'd I hope actually some of them make it. You good. know what's funny, though, is, is Dave <laughs> and I both own Barbarians, and we didn't know it until just now. <laughs> <laughs> because I brought it in for us to play, and Dan's like, oh, I just read the rules. I read the rules tonight to it. That's oh. so weird. It yeah. is weird. That's weird. serendipity, man. Same brave, sure. brave length. Yep, the same bear length. <laughs> Doesn't work. If you want to see what this game looks like, Dan put a couple Kodiaks up on our oh. Instagram. Oh, 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 I love it. Got another yes. one. Yes. <laughs> so on a scale of one to ten. On a scale of one to ten. Just the anger in I, Dan's face I can't, is so great. I can't. He's brimming with rage it's right so, now. I knew it was going to happen too because the game had so many puns in <laughs> yeah. it. They, yeah. It was unstoppable. The, second, oh. the only the only one that was kind of a stretch was the Second Amendment upgrade card. It said it was it literally was the Second Amendment. It was a whole bunch of bears yeah, carrying because it was, right it was the arms. right to bear yeah, arms. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a very American pun. Yeah, it was it was yeah, definitely that, that pun was working so hard it broke a sweat. <laughs> so on a scale of uh. one to ten. Again, we're talking about barbarians. Barbarian battlegrounds. battlegrounds. Not there's no S. I keep saying an S. Barbarian battlegrounds. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, not using seven. How many koala bears would you give this? <laughs> not uh-huh. a bear. I know that's, that's my favorite. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Dave, it's right there in the name. I don't know. They look like bears to me. Koala bear. It's marsupial. They got so, claws. It's right in the they name. They got ears. They got yeah. pouches. They have mouths. You mm-hmm. know, pouches just like bears. Yeah. Like, so like, their young can hibernate in the pouch just as bears do. Mm-hmm. Bear pouch. <laughs> <laughs> I give this game a solid eight. I really enjoyed this game. I'd like to play it with a higher player count, but I think for what it is, for the time it is, for how light of a game it is, it gave you so many different options, and I really enjoyed all of that. The I love the aspect of looking at what other people rolled and going, oh no. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> I, I'm, no. I'm going to lose everything this turn. <laughs> um, I, I really like the give and take. I like that there was a little bit of mitigation, that you got to start feeling like you were, I don't know if leveling up is the right word, but like gaining more powers or mm-hmm. gaining more dice or gaining more upgrades to different things, but then it ended. Like you couldn't actually get powerful. You just started to upgrade and then it was like, and game over. You want to play again? Like I would have gladly played it a couple more times. Mark wasn't into it, so. No. So Dave gives it an eight. Mark? Yeah. How many koala bears out of 10 not using seven would you give barbarian <laughs> koala bears out of Koala bears out of 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't use seven? You cannot. Can't use seven. Oh, okay, so I'm going to give it a five. Ooh. It is a perfectly fine game. Um, there's nothing uh, wrong with it. Like, it's perfectly... Yeah, besides Mark's a trash opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, I'll fight you. <laughs> Um, yeah, the only thing that's wrong with it is it's not exciting. It, <laughs> what? There was, I like that. There was bear combat. I love How that. Bear I, combat. Uh, not exciting. The, the only thing wrong with it is I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hate it. Like I've played worse games for sure, but uh, you know, it just it just was like boring. Like, it was no rattle battle. I get what you're yeah. saying. It was no rattle you. battle. I hear you. You know, at least with rattle battle, it was chaos, and you could like, I don't know, is it gonna work out? I don't think it is. At least with rattle battle, yeah. I had no idea what i was doing <laughs> yeah 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 
Um, yeah, so my biggest complaint is like, don't have all these upgrades in there if you don't give me time to access them. Nope, I love that. For example, like there was that whole pile of upgrade cards in the middle of the table that like I looked at and I was like, maybe I'll get one. And then the game ended. And then yep. the next game I was looking at them. That's and I the said, choice the game makes you make though. Yeah, yeah, but like it's just so much like, mm. okay, hold on. Let me, let me, let me. Let me the only thing wrong with this game is Mark's trash opinion. No, <laughs> that is my the only thing wrong with the game is <laughs> I'm going to give it a boring. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, I don't know. It's just. I wouldn't give it a low score because it's not a bad game. Like, it's not broken. It just, like, did nothing for me. All right. I, it, I gave it a five. It, did it gave you, for you so many pun yeah. opportunities. It did give me a lot of puns. The yeah. puns were the most enjoyable it part of the game. It also filled you with hate. <laughs> it made me feel alive <laughs> just, again. You know. uh, let's see. Barbarian Battlegrounds out of 10, not using seven koala bears. I'm going to use grizzly bears. Because um, it's, it's a bear, is that why? I'm the host. Uh, uh, and I won well, both games of this. I would have done a different bear if I I that was um, I'm going to give it a six. I liked it more than Mark, but not as much as Dave, as my score would reflect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Dan, you, you figured out the scoring system. I didn't hate it. I actually kind of liked it. I would play it again. I think four players is probably where it's at. Yeah, and if there's a, an expansion that brought it up to like six players, I'd be totally be into that. Yeah, I think with more players, it's better. More chaos. Well, the game probably lasts a little longer too, and mm -hmm. so some of my complaints about it just sort of being like probably with four bleh. players, it lasts longer yeah. too. I, I liked it. I don't agree with Mark nor Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like you're not taking a stand. This yeah. game is fine. Uh, no, yeah. I actually kind of liked it. It's fun. I love rolling dice and placing those dice in places. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a game. Uh, role player and uh, Roll for the Galaxy I like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons I was instantly drawn to it. it and this it, is like a lighter version of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Easier, uh, shorter, easier to teach, faster to play. <laughs> I agree with all of that. Yeah, it's all true. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I agree with the Mandela thing. I agree with the Games End thing. <laughs> games End, Mandela's dead. Mandela's <laughs> dead, but he was once alive. <laughs> Mandela was once alive. Tune in so next there. episode when we talk about Age of War. And Mark and I change roles. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Dan, are you uh, planning on uh, filming the fist fight that we're going to have in yeah. the parking lot? I plan on giving that game a six. So, <laughs> so, so I'm the, fine. It's fine. It's a fun game. Uh, so that is Barbarian Battlegrounds again by Greenbrier Games. Uh, pretty fun. Yeah, good times. I mean, I guess it depends on who you talk to. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it's always fun playing with you guys. Oh, oh what a cop-out answer. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so for our final game that we're talking about this week, we played um, The Captain is Dead. Mm, and boy, is he. <laughs> Not and only is so the captain dead. dead. Yeah, so are we. <laughs> we're so dead. are we over and over and over There's again. There's a lot of aliens that got killed. Mm -hmm. So in The Captain is Dead, you are a generic space-faring spaceship. Let's mm. say if Space Force was ever a thing. <laughs> yeah. 400 years from now. Well, then mm -hmm. you are one of those people, but you have some credentials. Right. You you are good. Yeah. yeah unlike us, you're good at space things. You are good things. at space things. But you got attacked by aliens in the very first barrage of the alien attack. The captain is killed. I yes. assume he was standing far too close to one of the dozen consoles that immediately exploded. Of, of course. Face I like down to on think it. they fractured the windshield of the, okay. of the spaceship and he got, and he got sucked, sucked out. out. The like wind. The, yeah, I yeah. like that in your... Because of all the wind in yeah. space. In your world, there's a windshield. Yeah. Well, I mean, every every spaceship has windows. No, so I've never understood that. No. Because people like looking outside? Yeah, but it's also, like, hugely vulnerable. Bigly, well, bigly they don't have to. they don't have to worry about hitting, like, geese or anything. <laughs> That's space. true. Yeah, but also... Space geese. Space Lots geese would be fun. Oh, space my God. asteroids. They look like just Canadian geese, but with, like, antenna. <laughs> <laughs> They're just green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, in The Captain is Dead is a cooperative game. Is cool. how I say Cooperative? It now. <laughs> 
that's how I use that term now. Yeah. So it is a cooperative game. So you are trying to build up the jump drive just enough so you can jump away from this aliens, mm-hmm. uh, the alien ships harassing you. As in most most cooperative games, um, it is difficult. This yeah. is a difficult game. And Ooh. as the game progresses, it just gets harder and harder. Right. And then you uh, die. Yeah. So what? That's <laughs> our experience with it anyway. <laughs> so there. Yeah. And then you lose, and uh-huh. you go, oh, all right, all right. that happened quickly. <laughs> So in this game, you choose a role. There's a, a deck of uh, like 20 different it's a characters. Bu- it's a bunch of roles. It's a, bunch. It's a so, whole lot. Mm-hmm. So what we like to do, we like to randomly give each other a character. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you, you just randomly, random draw. That's our <laughs> yeah. whole thing. So, mm-hmm. It is literally like our, our whole thing. Whole thing. <laughs> that's, that's our quote unquote <laughs> brand. <laughs> uh, so we did. So the first yeah. game we, we dealt it out and then we just received a harsh beating from the game. <laughs> yeah, it was, they it just, was a sum- summary execution. Yeah, they, <laughs> It wasn't even close. We weren't even near mm-hmm. the end. No, I think, I think we raised the jump drive by one. Yeah, yeah maybe. And you need at least like five or six to mm-hmm. win the game. We had the telepath, we had the janitor, and we had the soldier. soldier. I was which, a janitor putting which, out fires. Yeah, yeah, which let me tell you, not a good combo. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> personally. Correct. Yeah, so all these characters have their own um, traits and uh, special abilities that they can do. And then most of the game is done by test. So you're either testing science or leadership. Com- tactics, tactics. Tactics. Command. Command and engineering. Mm-hmm. And so all everything takes these skill, skill checks. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the characters have innate skills. So mm-hmm. like the engineer has two engineering checks. So they automatically get two. Mm-hmm. So most of the checks are, are three or so. So you use an engineering card and you have two innate ones and you pass. Well, when we played our first time, two of our characters didn't have any. Which was yeah, I believe good. the janitor, right? And the janitor and yeah. the telepath didn't have any. And I feel like the soldier just had tactical. Yeah, which like, was not which is good for killing aliens, yeah. but and shooting torpedoes. But that's it. So, that is all. So on it, yeah. So on your spaceship, there's like six or seven rooms mm-hmm. and each room is connected to a different system. So engineering is the teleporter and the engines and of course like the yeah, the bridge. command the bridge is where like, you got your sensors exactly and you're, you're, then over in the core you got your computer and yeah, like yeah there's a different and system there's attached a bunch to of different of systems mm-hmm. so and there's a cargo bay yeah so at the beginning I like the cargo bay that's where they keep the snacks <laughs> that's where they keep the tools so at the at the end of each of your turns a bad thing happens mm-hmm. everyone every time. Yep. And if the outboard sensors are up, you could see what's coming and you could try to mitigate them or get out of the room so you don't get hurt or whatever. So you know what's coming. But most of the time, you're just going to take whatever the bad thing is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you look at it and go, well, I already did all this other stuff. I just guess we'll get killed by these aliens. Yeah. <laughs> so and it just keeps getting harder. So it starts with yellow cards and they're annoying. And then the orange cards kill us and then the orange, the red cards are devastating. And the, yeah, yeah, and then there are red cards. Yeah, there are. We've never gotten <laughs> yeah, to them. If you can yeah. get to the red cards, they're even worse. Yeah, I hear that the red cards are very deadly. Uh, if they're more deadly than the orange cards... Yeah, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, there's I one guess. that just says you lose. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So we played it the first time. Uh, we had played this a while ago a couple times. Mm. I don't remember much about yeah, it. Dan I remember and I liked, played it. Yeah, I remember liking it, but... But I also losing every game. Absolutely. Yeah. So we, got, we stepped out of our comfort zone and we said, let's pick our characters. Mm-hmm. Let's min-max this yeah for yeah. game two for game two let's min max this let's actually try to win and then we lost again <laughs> we were we good. thought we were doing so good we and then in much like, better yeah. yeah and then in like a four turn span we just got annihilated it was so <laughs> yeah. terrible real yeah. success there, there are parts of the ship that are so important that if they are damaged or if they go offline 
you're like in trouble. Right. right. So Talking the, about you transporters. Uh, yeah. The yeah. transporters <laughs> so important yeah, moving so. you around. And then uh, certain cards, bad cards are anomalies. And these anomalies affect gameplay going forward. So one of the anomalies like make you move less. So the teleporter went down and then the anomaly happened where we move less. So now it's so hard to get around the ship. Mm-hmm. And that was like just the start of the bad things. And, and then an anomaly happened where we lost a turn. And then uh, we had some sh- boarding party ships, alien ships. So mm-hmm. at the start of your turn, an alien appeared in your space, mm-hmm. which took another action to kill. Oh, yeah. That was the uh, alien frigate that appeared. Yeah. yeah by it, the yeah. by the end, you had one action. Yeah. yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> All of the rest of them are like, okay, I lose that one. I have to kill that alien. Yeah. And I have one action. If there's aliens that board the ship. They don't do anything other than impede you from doing stuff. So yeah. if you're in a, in a room with aliens, your only option is to kill those aliens. Yeah. And if you're not the soldier, it's one action per one alien kill. So if there's three aliens in your room, you only have four actions total. Now you only have one action because you have to kill these other three aliens. So it was a lot of that for us. Towards the end, it was just <laughs> killing aliens. Yeah. So yeah. annoying. Mm-hmm. So there, there's several ways to lose. Oh, yeah. As most co-ops go, there's a lot of ways to lose. There's one, one way, way to win. win. There's only like 15 alien standees in the game. And if they're ever all on your ship, you lose. So yeah. you have to kill aliens. You can't just leave them alone. Right. And then if your shields get down to 0%, your ship blows up. Makes sense. And you then lose. if some, I, I don't know, if you get through the deck, you you lose the game. Yeah. If you somehow manage to do that, <laughs> yeah. you get through the game. You, you lose the game. Not a problem there. Yeah. yeah You're going to lose before that. I yes. don't know what half the deck looks like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So We tend to die like by the midpoint of the game. Yeah. If you can get the um, FTL drive up to jump capability, then you jump away. Yep. And that's it. And, and you then win. you win. Well, I mean, I in must theory, be a good feeling. In theory. Yeah. I don't know. Never, never won this game. Not even close. <laughs> I think this is the mark of a good game that even though we got destroyed, I had such a fun time yeah. playing this yeah. game. Well, and all three of us at the end of both of the games went, wow, we lost horribly. That was so much that fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Fun. Mm-hmm. And it's because some co ops can be so brutal that you're like, oh, that's not fair. But this mm-hmm. one's like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, I yeah. maybe could have done something different. I but wonder, I wonder if the anomalies are like upridge too far. I don't know. I wonder if if that game changes substantially by having the not like not playing with anomalies so in a two-player game if you play a two-player game there are no anomalies they okay. get taken out of the game gotcha but, but in a three-player game hey sorry for your luck yeah i don't know <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about that and the way that you know the difficulty in that game is like sort of gauged because there's even like a difficulty tracker where you can add more jumps to the jump tracker yeah, yeah. didn't matter didn't even matter. with the easiest difficulty we still wouldn't have made it yeah, our and second you, time. you also have fewer torpedoes to blow up alien ships right so i was like um oh, i don't know like this game's got a weird difficulty setting we yeah. also never went through our torpedoes like having yeah. more torpedoes is not an issue for us yeah, yeah we never ran out of torpedoes uh more times than not our torpedo tube was blown up mm-hmm. and yeah and destroyed <laughs> so there was yeah no that's the it. other thing too is like you can permanently lose systems of the ship and it um, takes not, not permanent not Permanently. You, yeah, can it, you can reinstall them, reinstall it, but, but like, it's kind it's, of a pain. It's yeah. such a cost prohibitive way of doing it mm-hmm. because at that point you're you're dealing with two or three anomalies, and you'd rather use the science like to get the, rid of those. The yellow and half the oranges damage stuff, and you just flip the card over, and you can repair yeah. it. And then the other half of the orange and all of the red destroy things like yeah. mm-hmm. just break them then you have to reinstall them which we didn't do yeah no, we, no. i don't think we ever did that no it's too hard usually usually at that point 
there's so much that needs to be like taken <laughs> care of. There's too many other fires <laughs> yeah, to put yeah, out yeah, that we're it, not yeah. getting it's around to. It's just been chaos. The, the worst one is like when your teleporter blows up. That's the. I think that is the that worst is one. that is the worst one. We, and we should have, as soon as it happened, we should have focused all our efforts on fixing it. Yes. Instead, we're like, let's do a couple other things, and then like the thing got blocked off with yeah. like the oh, orange yeah, bar, yeah, like yeah, we couldn't yeah. even get in. It was like this whole thing. Mm-hmm. But so <laughs> it was a whole travesty. So. For this game, like, it doesn't look like much, but I think the components are really awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in a tiny little box. The box is so small. And you can get this game. And so there's, it's a three-game series, which I actually think is kind of cool. So it's the first, really dope. Yeah, so the first one is this one, uh, The Captain is Dead. And so, in theory, if you beat this game, you jump away, but the aliens catch you and put you in prison. So the second game is you getting out of prison. And then the third game, in theory, if you get out of prison, you go on your actual first mission and you go down to a planet and you try to survive the planet. So it's kind of cool, like progression of the game. I think it's really fun. I would love to beat the game once and then get the second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's what we'll do. The components of this game, the cards are all really nice. The little rockets are little plastic rockets. And mm-hmm. my favorite thing is all the characters. Each character has their own individual little yeah, standee. That's really cool. And they're like plastic and they're clear. Yeah. Yeah. And for some reason, I really like. So these are up on our Instagram too. Um, so if you go up and look at it, you'll the little standees are just clear. They just look so cool. Yeah. Well, and they're all very retro art style. Yeah. I really yeah. like the art style to yep. it. Um, it's very clearly ripped off a lot of different sci-fi genres, absolutely, which I absolutely yeah. adore. Yeah. Uh, there's and even, even like the ensign that's the, just a red shirt. Yeah, and his, <laughs> yeah. his special ability is that if there's ever uh, anything that hurts someone in a room he's in, he just he dies. dies. Yeah, but then <laughs> he comes back. Yeah, he there's just a million responds. of them. Yeah, I think it's a really clever game. It looks fun, and despite just being so brutal, it is such a good time. Yeah, and it's rare that we have a game that we just lose so yeah. poorly, yeah. and yet still just rave about. Like yeah. it still go. That was a blast. Losing was a ton of fun. Yeah, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark, tell me about this game. Oh, this game being The Captain Captain's is Dead. Captain's Dead. is published by AEG. Okay. So you're probably pretty familiar with uh, those games out there. Things. Uh, Love Letter. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, familiar with yeah, that. I've yeah. played that game a time I have or two. like three versions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one's, a, that one's a fan favorite at my house. I love Love Letter. Yeah. And then Istanbul. Okay. That's was, a very famous game. Yeah, I've never played it. Me neither. Yeah, me neither. But I know all about it. Ooh. Yeah. Well, and, and Constantinople. I know about both those things. Yeah, that's weird. Was one it? of them used to be named the other one? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I don't yeah, think for sure. Huh. I don't think so. Must that have, doesn't check out. Must have been because of the Turks. I don't know. Uh, designed by Joe Price. Oh. Yeah. He so uh, he has done all of the Captain is Dead expansions. Oh, well, then they should all be good. I wonder if he knows how to beat the game. <laughs> Maybe I'll <laughs> yeah, send yeah, him yeah. an email. <laughs> hey, Mr. Price. Dear Mr. Price. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was also designed with J.T. Smith, who did Damsel and Merc. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to beat it. Artwork by Gaetano Leonardi. Well, you know, good on you. I was going to say, that's a hard name to say, but I love what he did with yeah, him. yeah. His, his artwork uh, really did sell this game. Oh, it's, it's really cool. I love that low, like that low poly, yeah, like Super Nintendo game yeah. almost. And it's like all bright colors and sharp angles. And yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's really. It reminded cool. me like a '64 game, like a Nintendo yeah, '64 yeah, yeah. game. Like but a, it also did polys. a. It did a really good job of clarifying the board. Like at no point did I glance at the board right. and not know exactly where everything yeah. was and what it did. And yeah, it, and it seemed like the beginning when we were setting it up, it seemed a little busy. Yeah. And then the second you realize what everything did, there's these arrows pointing mm-hmm. everywhere and everything's color coordinated and like it's it's a really well laid out and designed game let's rate the captain is dead one to ten not using seven how many unbeatable games will you give 
Ooh, Captain is dead. Well, games. I've personally played four. Yeah. I, I'll go first. I haven't gone yet. Yeah, go for this it. This is yeah. tough for me because how much do I like this game? Yeah. Mm. It's going to be a high score for sure. It's going to be more than seven. But how more than seven? <laughs> I'm going to give it a nine. I had a really good time despite that's why I think I'm going to give it a nine because the game was so hard and we lost so bad and I still had such a good time playing mm. and I'm like looking forward to playing it again. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm yeah, I'll go nine. I think that game was fantastic. I can't go less than that. I can, but I didn't. <laughs> I mean, uh, I can't. I, can, I, can yeah. I can't wait for the first game that I give a zero. I refuse to rate this game. Greedy <laughs> granny. Zero. Uh, greedy, greedy. It's not even a game. Yeah. Uh, Mark, how many? Uh, what did I say? You said uh, oh, unbeatable games. Unbeatable games unbeatable out of ten. Games. Not using seven. Would you give the captain is dead? Oh man, I'd give this game nine sekiros oh. out of ten. Ooh. Oh, is that game? unbeatable oh that game is <laughs> for me right yeah. now yes <laughs> uh yeah I, I like this game a lot a lot really enjoyed it it was kind of funny because like it was just sitting on the shelf and we were like desperately think trying to think of something we could play in like our last little time limit yeah and that's what i was trying to think like when dave and i played it i remember liking it but did it leave a bad taste in my mouth yeah. or something mm-hmm. i don't know why it sat for so long yeah i've always kind of like looked at it on your shelf don't but... look at my stuff i'm just like okay <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll just stay out of my house i'm sorry dan stop inviting me yeah no i'm, I'm like <laughs> no i'm gonna invite you but stay yeah, out but yeah. stay I'm out like a short hairy vampire <laughs> you can't invite me in uh but yeah I, I we were looking at it and i was like oh i've never played this game let's just try this game out and it was like such a pleasant surprise and for like the tiny little package that it is yeah it's dynamite yeah it's a lot of content each yeah. one of the games is like 30 bucks oh, that's not bad at all yeah, it's not bad price. Price is right, man. The price is right. Mm-hmm. Unbeatable games. Out of 10, yeah. not using seven unbeatable games for The Captain is Dead. I, I'm so torn. I want to go nine with you guys, but I almost want to bump it down just because I do feel like it is a very, very steep difficulty. Like, we've played yeah. a lot of co-ops. That's the only thing that I kind of thought yeah. about. I, I don't know if I can go nine just because I think that it might be too steep. And part of that is that the only way to play in an easier difficulty is just to get yourself closer to the jump. Point. Yeah. But uh, we still would have lost even playing on the easiest <laughs> The speed at which how badly things are going ramps up is very fast. Yeah. But I had so much fun playing it's it. So much fun. And that's yeah. my problem. Like I almost want to downvote this game, but then I think about my experience playing and losing horribly. And I had so much fun. We were laughing, we we're making jokes about it and and just getting stomped and still having fun. So mm-hmm. yeah. I am going to go eight. I'll be the slight outlier. I do think the difficulty is what bumps it down for me, but I am not knocking the amount of enjoyment I had from the game. Maybe four losses and zero wins is a little hard. (laughs) Maybe the fifth time's charm. We'll we'll find out. Let's just keep keep going. All right. So that is the captain is dead. That was a great game. Uh, So we are going to move on to our topic for the week. We're going to talk about something that we just touched on in the captain is dead. We're going to talk about cooperative gaming. Mm -hmm. Oh, we love co-ops. We do love. We play a lot of co-ops. We do love co-ops and we do play a lot of co-ops and we love a lot of co-ops. Yes. We are stands for co-ops. Yeah. (laughs) I love co-ops. It's just something about the camaraderie and sometimes in competitive games. Games, there's like a little bit of a stress factor mm-hmm. and sometimes you feel like when you're just trying to win the game but you're like oh it's really crappy for this other person because yeah. i'm doing this yeah uh, but in co-ops that all goes away and you kind of work together for one purpose like if we were playing the captain is dead but somehow in another world that game was competitive oh my gosh i would feel so I, bad if i was yeah, the alien and yeah. i was going so either i was the humans and i was losing so badly mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Th- you guys were doing when one of you's the aliens and you're just pouncing me mm-hmm. that game would not have been as much fun. yeah 
wouldn't be. Yeah. As, it's the same thing with like the Star Wars Imperial. Yeah, that, I was yeah. just about to bring that up. Yeah. Where like as the Empire, I felt really bad when I was curb stomping you guys. Yeah, and that yeah. game, like I love Star Wars Imperial Assault and Descent. But again, like there's just if it's close, then it's really fun. But if it's just one side destroying yeah. the other mm-hmm. side, it's just it kind of brings me. Whereas down. you mm-hmm. can have one side destroying the other side in a co-op, and it's still fun. Whether it's you destroying the game yeah. and you're all cheering and you're excited, or the game demolishing <laughs> you, <laughs> and then um, you're all laughing. For, and then yeah, you're all for laughing. a whole different reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, but it really is this laugh of here we go again. Like it's how bad back, is this going to be? It's to fight back the tears. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's either uh, laugh or cry. Yeah. yeah. And we always yeah. choose laugh. I got to choose one. Uh, Mark yes. told me that he has all kinds of fun information about co-op. Yeah. Oh. I wanted to do, I wanted to be more prepared okay. for this show. And so, As yeah. opposed to Dave and I. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just feel like the last couple of times we've had roundtable discussions, I've been like, yeah, oh, I agree with that. That's really great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to add. <laughs> yes. These are how I feel as well. Yeah. What um, you say, I think. Yeah. So, Dave, uh, good takes for a change. That's really nice. <laughs> for a change. Good for you. <laughs> Not like your trash tag on barbarians. <laughs> barbarian. Yeah. I have notes. I have, I have fun well, facts. Well, Dave and I don't have anything. All right. I, I mean, mean, I we, actually do have things to We know about co-ops. But. Gentlemen, if, if you had to guess uh, the date, the year in which the January. first cooperative... <laughs> <laughs> the first cooperative game was released. Mm-hmm. Board a win- game? What year? Uh, a winter month. Yeah, yeah, for sure a winter month. I don't it's care about cold. the month. I only want the year. <laughs> the first co-op game was uh... BC or AD. It's BC. <laughs> oh, I would have. I was gonna say. No, no, 19. I'm sorry. It's AD. Oh, okay. I forgot what BC meant. <laughs> <laughs> Too that, bad he didn't have it in his show that, notes. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Is that pre-Mandela or post-Mandela? <laughs> Well, he was never alive. I will say my first impulse. My first impulse is like the 60s or 70s, okay. 1960s or 1970s, like real I've, recent. I don't think that's right, but that is for yeah. some reason my first I feel like fl- it's going to be impulse. some weird wonky game from like 1732. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I say 1732. 1732? <laughs> All right. So not pickup sticks. So just from my research. Wait, what Dave did? Oh, nineteen. I said, yeah. yeah I, when Dave said that, I was thinking of like just a group of hippies crowded around a board game listening yeah. to like yeah. that, no, that's that not Buffalo cool, Springs man. Field song. Oh, gosh. Uh, no We're man, all we, in this we got yeah. yeah, we gotta we gotta be together, man. Like we gotta like work together, man. Fight the power. We're on the same team. We gotta stop tearing each other down. That's the man. Build each other up. <laughs> the earliest example that uh, I could find anybody like talking about was a game called Beat the Clock, and it was released in 1954. Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've heard of something from the 1700s. I, yeah, I want to point out I did my victory dance. Yes, you did. You did like a, the wrong one. Though. Yeah, you did the wrong one. There That's you go. That's, <laughs> this is a great podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I went from sideways hands dance to chicken dance. Yeah. To funky chicken. To funky chicken. To funky dance. chicken. <laughs> mm. Yeah. From what I could uh, gather, it was mostly like more akin to like a party game. Where it what was, was based it called on, again? It was Beat the Clock. It's based Dave's. on a TV show. Beat the Clock. Yeah. So like you were like working together to do weird physical stunts. Oh. Yeah. And then like you had to do it within a certain time. Timer. Like huh. Twister. Eh, kind of. Yeah, what, what are some it's of the stunts? nothing like Twister. What are I some of the stunts? I didn't do that much research. Oh Those are trash show notes, Mark. I mean, they, I think they're fine, Mark. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> Dave, you're Not terrible. Not good. Not, they're fine. fine. Not good. Yeah. I didn't claim they were good. <laughs> they are typed. I, I did type these out on my lunch break, so that's 30 minutes of hard work right here. <laughs> you should have done it during work. That's what I do. Don't, that's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't officially say that. Yeah, yeah. A couple decades go by. In 1971, there's a teacher named Jim Decove who apparently had been using cooperative games in his educational classrooms. Okay, like Beat the Clock? Like Beat the Clock. Uh, He founded an entire company called Family Pastimes. Okay. It was uh, headquartered in Perth, Ontario. Oh, boring. Oh, you know what? I could see Canadians being behind a (laughs) co-op. This this checks out now. (laughs) 
this this totally checks you out. You know what? I'm with Dave. Yeah, yeah. like they're so nice and yeah, giving. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to sink your battleship, eh? <laughs> oh, I wish we were on the same team, eh? I didn't, oh I didn't realize I didn't realize Canadians didn't use contractions. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. No, they don't. Oh my gosh, so sorry. So sorry about your battleship. I wish we were in the battleship together. <laughs> eh? Eh? Uh, yeah, so he, he developed this uh, game company called Family Pastimes. Was their first game about how many maple syrup trees you can tap no, together? No. Was it about hockey? No, it was all about hockey. <laughs> was it about running a Tim Hortons well as Ooh, a team? I love a Tim Hortons, though. <laughs> I've never been to Tim Hortons. Oh man, it's the I've never been it's, to Canada. So. It's, the, it's the flavor of my people. Just, despite my perfect Canadian accent, I've, I've never been to Canada. Um, yeah, so that was in 1971 that he founded it. Their best known game is called Max the Cat. <laughs> I, I gotta go with not that oh, well known. Okay, players assume the role of mice, and they're basically working to foil a cat. Foil it how? Uh, by Kill offering it, it skinning milk the cat. How many ways you skin it? Milk and treats. Oh. That, that's how you foil a cat? You uh, give it listen, milk and treats? I thought Dave, you've was... never owned a cat, right? No, I've never been Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Or like, owned a cat. Dan's first thing was skinning it because he's a U.S. citizen. Yeah, I'm a dirty American. And then the <laughs> dirty, Canadian violent version American. Is, oh, oh give, it, give it milk and treats, eh? Oh, I have an idea how to uh, foil this cat, eh? Uh, let's just, uh, why don't we give it a bunch of milk? <laughs> oh, we're going to go ahead and open up the curtain so it can take a, take a sun nap. Your Canadian eh? accent is getting more suspect the longer you do it. <laughs> I know. I I do accents a lot better after I hear the accent. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but now I'm hearing mine and Dave's. And, yeah, yeah, and mine, which is it's certainly like that, worse than uh, yours. It's like that skit on SNL where like park the con, have a yad. Okay, boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they've been around since 1971, and they've, they're like still releasing games to this day. Get out pretty of here. Like, pretty crazy. Let's contact them. Yeah, they'd probably hook us up. They seem like nice people. I don't know. Um, well, they, well, they're yeah, Canadian. Of course they are. They're Canadian. But what, are they going to ship something from, from Canada to the From US? Canada? That's big money. That is big money. But yeah, you that's like games. tens they're, of loonies. They're like... It's, it's <laughs> How many toonies is that? Oh, man. How many toonies is to, are two loonies? <laughs> what? This yeah. is lo- this two, is lunacy. Yeah. This, <laughs> this monetary system. <laughs> how many loonies are in a dollar? Uh, or how many is, dollars are in a loonie? Last time I checked, there's 1.29. Just round to an, a normal amount. Like, yeah. so a dollar 30. Like per, a, a buck 30 per Yeah, loonie. every one American dollar is a dollar 30. And how many toonies are in a loonie? No, how many loonies are in a toonie? <laughs> how many? There are two loonies to a toonie, because it's two loonies. <laughs> So, I now think that this is how that cartoon franchise was named. So it was 260? a group of people talking about Canadian currency. So yes. a toonie is like 260? 260-ish. I mean, depending on what the current exchange rates are. And when I went to Canada, it was like a dollar thirty-five Canadian to one US dollar. We're going to go to Canada for spring break, but too cold. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess it would be In the 40s, cold, we're going to go to Savannah, Georgia instead. Oh, well, you should go up to Canada in the summer. It's really nice. I don't have a passport. You should get a passport. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't need to yeah. leave. Yeah. I've um, been left already. Yeah, so they've released over 100 games since they were oh founded. And they own a trademark for the phrase, a cooperative game. Get out of here. Yeah, apparently that's a thing you can trademark. Are they going to sue us? Uh, why? For what? I, I don't is know. Is my real question. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Random podcast, to... a cooperative game. I guess. <laughs> well, also, we'd have to make money off of this yeah. somehow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Ding, TM. You just say that every time yeah. you say cooperative Ding, game. Ding, TM. Ding, TM. Mm-hmm. I think that works. A cooperative game. Oh, a good for them. As, yeah, so like they brand all of their games like cooperative games. Like uh, they'd have one about like journalism. Yeah, hockey. It's like, uh, Wait, a journalism game? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. But you're writing about hockey. Yeah. Don't worry, Dan. I got you. I forget what the name of this oh, game check is. Check out those players. Eh? <laughs> oh, they're skating real fast. Oh, he's got three teeth left. <laughs> That's good. I like that. That's good. That's not bad. 
we're getting there. So they like they'll do they'll do all their branding like uh, a journalism game, a cooperative. What is this game. journalism game now? I don't can't remember the name of it. Oh my gosh! I know Max the Cat. That's the, that's their most famous one. <laughs> that's the one I cared about. Yeah. Max so, the Cat. So tell me about playing cooperative games. No, thank you. Well, playing cooperative <laughs> games. There was a, a group of dudes who wrote a book about cooperative games. They're all guys. Yeah, uh, Jose P. Zagal, Jochen Rick, and Idris, Idris Alba. Alba. Idris C. H. S. I. They wrote a book called Collaborative Games, colon, Lessons Learned from Board Games. Ding, TM. Ding, TM. <laughs> <laughs> Ding, what did they learn from board games well, cooperatively? Uh, the thing that they learned, so they all researched a bunch of board games. This sounds like a real international group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a UN of board games. Okay. I don't know if that's true or not, but no, it's fine. <laughs> it is. Well, I do want to start the UN, yeah, of, the UN of, board of board games. games. So basically they found out that they found like three main things that make four, I'm sorry, four main things that make board games like like collaborative board games uh, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first was that uh, the thing, the first the game needs to point out the folly of being competitive in the game. The like, folly of being competitive. Yep. By, by allowing players to make decisions that benefit themselves rather than the whole group. So oh, it needs oh, to be a game yeah. that is very heavily weighted on working together. Yes. You yes. mean a co-op game. Got yeah. It. So mm-hmm. a co-op game. Yep. Uh, Go on. The second item. So far I'm with them. Yep. The second <laughs> item is each player should not need the input of the rest of the group when making a decision. About sure. Oh, th- yeah. This is one of the things I wanted to talk about. So go on. Okay. Uh, third, players need to be able to identify what actions had benefits or consequences. Okay. So, so like being able so to making know choices in a game. Yep. Yeah. Being able to know what's good and what's bad. And fourth, the game should reward selfless players by giving players unique roles or traits. Yeah. Super cat. Milk cat. Milk cat. <laughs> <laughs> Treat like, cat. Just milking cats. Yeah. I could see that. I, I actually almost disagree with some of them. Ooh. Ooh. The right. UN of gaming. Right. Yeah. All right. Board game intellectual Dave Hubbard. Let's hear it. I didn't, I didn't even write a book with? about it. I have an idea about uh, UN board gaming, by the way. Oh. But we'll cover right. that later. Okay. It has nothing to do with this. We'll come back. So I don't like the idea that other players should have no input. Well, One of my saying... favorite things about co-ops is discussing what we all think should happen. They're not saying that you don't need any input. They said that you should not need it. No, but I want it. Yeah, but you can have it, but like you don't necessarily need it in order to make decisions. I No, I agree uh, with that because you don't want the group to tell you how to do your turn. I completely agree with that. I don't want the group to tell me, but mm-hmm. I do want the group to discuss with me. Yeah. Like that is part of the fun of a co-op to me. And it's mostly because, so when I'm playing a competitive game and I'm sitting here trying to look at all my options and I'm trying to decide what I want to do, that is all just in Dave's head stuff. Mm-hmm. And I want discussion. That is part of the fun of a co-op to Unless me. you're playing a competitive game with Mark, then it's out loud. Then yeah, that's all out loud. And if it's yeah. counting, always out loud. <laughs> <Always laughs> I hope you guys are good at doing all the math out loud. Uh, but like, I love that. I love that about competitive games. Even sitting there playing Captain is Dead and, and just discussing mm-hmm. yeah. one of the three terrible options So that think, didn't matter because we were going to lose. <laughs> I think two turns from now we're losing. So I think what their point is is that like you should be able you to should just have a discussion, it. but it's not necessary to the game. Like So you can like, have you could play games. the game. You can have games where like you don't know what everybody else has going on. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's not saying like. In fact, they'd probably vote more towards a game being more collaborative than less collaborative. Well, and I can see the flip side of that though. Yeah. And this is one of the things I want to talk about. One of the pitfalls of co-op games, Good word. I think, is alpha gamering. They've read you... that first line under challenges like word for word. My name's Red... Dan. 
<laughs> no, no, I'm saying, but like Dave this read it. This is second time tonight you guys haven't known No, no, my no, name. no, I was saying Dave read, like, it was like he read the same article I did. Show it, show it to me again, I'll it say said Because the, these guys wrote, these researchers also point out challenges in designing collaborative games due to the following pitfalls that must be overcome, oh which is like verbatim what Dave literally well, the, just said. It was but the so diffi- weird. The difference is I read zero articles about yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. the, that just I shows just, that all dumb people speak the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm with Dan on this one. All right. Let's hear, let's hear what you think some of the challenges are, Dave. Um, I, if you agree with the, the board game you so it is the alpha gamering problem. The yep. fact that at its core, a co-op game can be played by one person because you can assume all of the roles. Oftentimes, most of the time, I would say in co-ops, all information is public knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, you can just go ahead and, and tell people what to do. Now, so my friend Joel, he was roped into playing Pandemic Legacy. And I, we've talked about this game that we don't like it. However, it is a very well-known and well-respected co-op. Mm-hmm. It's not broken or anything. Not at all. I just hate it. Yes. I don't like it as a game very much. But I also played it many times back in the day. And I did enjoy it early in my gaming career. And I'm really not going to knock it. I think mm-hmm. it's a good in- entry-level co-op. One of the problems that it has is it's too simple. The rules are too simple. And so if you have one person who decides what everyone's going to do, then what's the point of it being a co-op? It's yes. not a discussion. It is one person just doing it. So my friend Joel is playing uh, Pandemic Legacy, and he was like, I hate this game. And I was like, what do you hate about it? And he said that I never get to do anything because my friend just tells me what the best thing is and often just moves my pawn on my turn. Yeah, that person's and I was a monster. Like, so you don't hate the game. You, you hate, you playing, with hate that person. playing with that person. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that is a thing that can just happen in co-ops. You can have that alpha game or that person who just goes, well, here's the best thing to do. Obviously, we're going to do it. I'll yeah. just do it. And that's not playing a game together. No, we play co-ops nonstop, and yeah. it's mm-hmm. not a problem we no, encounter. No, no. We're very careful to discuss things, offer suggestions, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. at the end of the day go, but it's your turn. Yeah. Like, you do whatever you want. And sometimes, especially in a co-op, there's something that you want to specifically do. Maybe you're thinking ahead of a couple turns and mm-hmm. like people aren't aware of that. Mm-hmm. And you can't explain it to them, but it's important, especially it's important to me for other players to do what they want. Even yeah. if it's going to lose us the game, yeah. I want oh, everyone to do exactly what they want because it's your character yeah and just like real life like (laughs) i want you to do what you want unless it harms me you can lose the game of life yeah and this is where i think some of the like having a gap of information knowledge can come into hand uh because it's hard for someone to alpha gamer a game without having all of the information Mm. before them gloomhaven is a good example Mm -hmm. of this so uh my wife and i are still pounding through gloomhaven That is a game where you do not have perfect information. Like I have my very complex character Mm -hmm. with a ton of items and a ton of complicated actions on all these cards. And so does she. You secretly play them, what you're going to play, and then you see who goes first, and then you take your actions. Like you cannot alpha gamer Gloomhaven. And also you have your own goals. Yeah, you also have a a secret Mm -hmm. retirement goal, and you also have a secret little goal in every single scenario you play. Mm -hmm. So Gloomhaven is a game that takes the co-op and then gives each player a extra secret thing that they are trying to do just for them. Mm-hmm. Even in the midst of you're on the same team here, you also are trying to do a thing that may make you not always make the most optimal choice given mm-hmm. the situation because your character also wants to do its thing. Yeah. So such a good job in that game of making sure there cannot be an alpha gamer in Gloomhaven. Mm-hmm. Is that what they said the pitfalls were? Some of the other pitfalls, yeah. So the the biggest one that they cited was the the presence of an alpha gamer mm-hmm. that would make decisions for everybody. The board gaming you in? 
<laughs> yep, War Games UN also said a huge problem uh, for collaborating games or collaborative games. For a game to be engaging, players should be invested in the end result, and winning the game should be very satisfying. So, like, that's sure. where your increase of difficulty comes in. You feel, like, spicy. Here, Spicy times make good spaghetti. Here's my least <laughs> favorite thing that happens in co-ops. And it's not always in mm-hmm. it's certain games. So let's say we're invested in this co-op. We've been playing, playing, playing. We actually think we might win. The worst way for it to end is if we can look at our hand and say, oh, this turn we're going to win because this is going to happen, then this is going to happen mm-hmm, in this game. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate that. It's so anticlimactic. And yes. I, I don't know how to get around that. And it's not in every game. But it's just I hate when you can figure out, like, oh, if we do this combo, we're going to win the game. Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, okay, we did it. We, yeah, did like, it. we won the but game. But it's going to take another three minutes to play it out. But yeah. we know we but won. But we know yeah. we won. So let's just pack it up like we did. That's, like, my least favorite thing about Cole. Uh mm-hmm. Book of Madness. That happened to us in Book of Madness. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we just knew we were going to win because mm-hmm. of the combo that we had. Yeah. yeah. And we were like, it's going to take four turns right. for us to win, mm-hmm. but we win. Yeah, Some of that, we... I think, is just like the randomness of the board game. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it's like, you, you just know when you're about to win. Just feel it. You just feel it. Right, right in the <laughs> just feel it down in, right, right in my bones. Right in guts man. well so we just we just talked some of the negatives uh so i'd like to talk a positive as we've talked about we love co-ops so mm-hmm. i was talking with my friend roy who he likes playing board games but he does not play a lot of board games we most recently played a cooperative board game that was based on the power rangers universe mm-hmm. which we may or may not talk about uh he kickstarted it it's actually a lot of fun it's a gorgeous game i was asking him like hey what do you think of co-ops we're talking about in the podcast this mm-hmm. week and he s- instantly said my favorite thing about playing co-ops with you is that I don't get to play a lot of games and it can be tough for me to pick up rules. Mm. And if I'm on the same team with you, I love that we get to work together because I can then lean on you to be like, hey, what do you think maybe a good strategy would be? I'm not really sure what to do here or I don't understand something. And I never feel like this is going to lose me the game because I get to do it with you. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, as someone who doesn't get to play a lot of games, as someone who's maybe not as good at games purely because of time spent playing them, co-ops are wonderful when it comes to learning a game and teaching a game yeah Mm -hmm. i i think especially if you're introducing new people to games co-ops are are really easy and light Mm -hmm. way to do that and it just can bring competitive games can bring a lot of bad out of people yeah and if Uh, you've got people who are real competitive it really can go downhill easily Yeah. yeah my sister came to visit a couple months ago and i was showing her some co-op games because i thought that would be fun like her and her friends came Mm -hmm. and i didn't know them that well i know my sister obviously so i'm showing these competitive games my sister's like i want to win something like i don't want to win together i want to win against (laughs) and like and i get that and i I get that so i I was like and but that's my sister so i have no problem being like hey chill out why are you being such a monster right now but it's like (laughs) if if it's a new person it could be hard like it it could turn you off from gaming with them if they're such a beast especially if like the people you game with are intense Mm -hmm. like if you have intense personalities yeah. or the game is like can get very intense like that might not be the most approachable choice for someone yeah like, yeah we actually benefit a lot from the opposite of that like mm-hmm. none of us are that and not in games like, yeah anything that i can think of yeah like, we're, we're not that competitive as people yeah yeah i mean i played competitive sports growing up mm-hmm. but, i did too but it didn't but i played for fun and it showed in how not good i was yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I played I played a lot. It's just such a different thing. Mm-hmm. It's like such a different thing, competitive sports compared to like competitive board gaming. Like yeah. there are certain games, especially if I'm like really invested in a competitive game and then something goes like really wrong towards the end. 
I can be like a little sour. Up, It'll yeah, sour not, the experience. Yeah, yeah not upset. Little, like a little not, sour boy. Yeah, like oh, <laughs> why'd you kill my guy? Oh, yeah, well, I, I think I was gonna get that. Yeah, I think that I, I I'll agree with that too. Especially yeah. if it's a game I care about, like mm, yeah. like Arcadia Quest. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. I don't know. I really care about Arcadia Quest, but I think it's so funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If something bad happens to somebody, Gosh, I want to play Arcadia Quest soon. Oh, Ooh, can't wait. I'm stay so tuned. Stoked. I'm so stoked. Going back to new players, co-ops are so easy to introduce and get them going with mm-hmm. it. And then you can always branch out for there. And I think it's easier when you're playing co-ops with somebody and you can gauge the type of person they are. Yeah. And then you can, not to judge a book by its cover, but you can kind of tell what kind of games you want to play mm-hmm. with that person. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody has interests and stuff. So yeah. one of the things I was thinking about when I was thinking about co-ops is the twists on co-ops. So obviously we've entirely discussed nothing but mm-hmm. co-ops. We're on the same team. What about something like Battlestar Galactica? Yeah. yeah. Now we've got a hidden, hidden role, role co-op or Secret Hitler. Mm-hmm. We've got a hidden role co-op co-op where yes we're on the same team but are we because some of you are not on my team but i don't know Mm -hmm. who and this all depends so battlestar galactica and i love that yeah it's such a a great game game. it's probably like one of the best implementations with the hidden roll the hidden roll for For sure sure. yeah yeah it's such a good game because especially if the person that's like the cylon in that game is a really good at it Mm -hmm. and then you you get that surprise at the end like what like that was you this whole time like i trusted you so it's it's like such a crappy feeling because now the Cylons just beat you but yeah. like mm-hmm. it's such a cool feeling because you're just like oh you did really awesome like that and something like Secret Hitler like normally I'm kind of good at seeing who's what it's like unless that person's my wife <laughs> like, I just can't seem to such figure out yeah, yeah I just can't yeah. seem to figure out what her, so any t- I'm always amazed by her playing Secret Hitler because she always betrays me and I'm just shocked by it it's, every time it's oh, yeah. always a surprise <laughs> it's like it's like when you do something mean to your dog yeah <laughs> yeah like, <gasps> like you oh, would do that to you me you would do that to me <laughs> One of the last times that we played Battlestar Galactica, I remember we were playing with Chris. Mm-hmm. Chris ended up, we all thought he was a Cylon. Yeah. Like the way he was acting. I was like, dude, you're a Cylon. So we threw him in the brig and then we threw him out an airlock yeah. and he was a human. Yeah. And <laughs> I too was a human and we definitely lost that game. Yes. yes. Um, but it was so much fun because here you still are on the same team, but you're not sure who your team mm-hmm. actually right. is. And yeah. so it adds this fun element of intrigue. Now it can also go south i don't Mm -hmm. think all hidden role games are fun Mm -hmm. but hidden role games are a fun wrinkle to the co-op genre Mm -hmm. the other thing hidden role games do and this is just purely because it's a mechanic it completely eliminates alpha gamering yeah because you yes. you can't alpha yeah, gamer I can't, if it's a hidden role. I can't mm-hmm. listen to you because I don't know what your yeah. goal is. Yeah, I could mm-hmm. be telling you to do something because I'm a Cylon and I need us to die. Yeah, it, or like I'm thinking of like um, Dead of Winter, where yeah. like you have all of the extra win conditions for other players. Yeah, everybody's got their own goal. Yeah, and like so, I may be telling you you really need to stay and board up these windows, and you'd be like, no, I really need to go out and make some noise. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the last time I played Dead of Winter. We played with Andre, and he was just being such a dirtbag and so like <laughs> I, was, I, remember I was so mad mm-hmm. because like why are you acting like this like you're obviously a traitor like why are you and it really like he was just completing his goal but he was doing it like the shadiest way possible yeah. so it's like so frustrating <laughs> and he turns out he was good but just like the worst good person yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so I mean and again that didn't spoil the game at all for me it's part of the game and it mm-hmm. was like, it was really interesting yeah and then in the end I was like what <laughs> like what are you doing so I really enjoy a lot of hidden role semi I would call them semi-co-ops yeah. uh, because you're not really sure exactly what's on your team. I do not like 
semi-co-ops where we all know that uh, we can all lose, but only one of us can win. Yeah. Yeah. I do not like those. An example of this one would be Castle Panic, the Munchkins edition. So uh, Munchkins, <laughs> Castle specific. Panic. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy specific there, yeah, Dave. Well, Castle Panic, the Munchkins edition, all of you can lose if the tower in the center gets destroyed. So you need to all be on the same team when it comes to killing things, but only one of you can win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one of you that gets the most amount of gold, I think it is. Very... It's been a while. I don't really like that style of game, of co-op. Yeah. Also very reminiscent of the Bloodboard card game. I've never played that, but apparently you all work together as a team, but only one person can win the game. Yeah, it's frustrating. I, I yeah. Especially that because you want to help just enough. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I, it's not something I, I like. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I concur. <laughs> I concur. <laughs> the, the board game council has, has stated. Let's go and say our favorite co-op. Ooh, favorite co-op game? Yeah. I don't. Oh, I, man, this is tough. Does anyone uh, have Are one? we counting just straight co-op or is hidden roll co-op count? We could do hidden roll co-op if you want. Okay. Is it Battlestar Galactica? Honestly, yes, it is. Yeah. I absolutely love that game. And I've we've still never played with all of the expansions at the same time. We've played with some expansions, think. but uh, mm. I, I really want to get like a seven eight player game of it maybe maybe gen con will do it um just get yeah. like seven eight people with every expansion I that love game Battlestar Galactica. just such a fun game yeah it's really good oh now i don't know what to say though i shouldn't have asked this now i, don't <laughs> huh. I wasn't prepared for my own question um well my runner-up uh might have actually been eon's end but that's just like i'm eon's very end. slanted because i love deck builders i love deck builders too i like eon's end a lot they're fine <laughs> what did, mark do you have one if we're talking about pure co-op i'm gonna have to say definitely like either descent or imperial assault descent against the app mm. yeah oh that's, that's a really fun experience i like, would say descent not imperial yeah, yeah. just because the app's better yeah. but i mean i, I kind of put those guys in the same bag that's yeah not, that may not be necessarily fair but yeah I, I, it's the Who same cares? Game we're hardly yeah. fair uh, <laughs> that's true I, I actually, we are capricious opinions are not fair <laughs> yeah i actually might agree with you also i really liked runebound third edition with expansion oh, yeah. was really good mm-hmm. descent man we played it so many times against I the do. app and it's so good it's so satisfying and here's the thing if either of you was like, hey, we're playing Descent today, like we go over yeah, on a Saturday yeah, or whatever, yeah. I'd be like, okay, bring like, it I'm out. into Let's it. Do I get it, it out. I'm ready. I'm, I'm so happy. I'm going to dig through and find a character I haven't been yet, yeah. and I'm 100% in. Yeah. yeah I, it might be Descent. I really like it. Yeah. I really like co-ops, turns out. Yeah, I agreed. I would go out on a limb here and say co-ops are our favorite genre of game. For sure. Yeah. And I think it's very much because of the kind of people we are, that we're not overly competitive. And that it is a lot of fun to bring new people into playing with us. Because mm-hmm. then... A new person who's playing a board game doesn't have to feel bad they lost to people who, like, if a new person comes and plays Viticulture, well, they're going to beat us is actually the experience we've had. I'm going to teach you the game, and then you're going to crush me at the game <laughs> I just taught you. Yeah. But, yeah. like, if we just taught you a game and then you don't do well, you just learned it. And we played this game 30 times. Yeah. Like, of course that's most likely going to happen. Right. But a co-op, not a problem. We all lose together. We all win together. And so, But yeah. with the caveat, and even, like, my conversation with Roy, he said, I love that you can help me out and give me strategy, but you always at the end say, but it's your turn. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you want. Yeah. And I think that is the biggest takeaway I want to put out there in co-ops. Try your best to never be an alpha gamer. Give advice. That is perfectly acceptable. Mm-hmm, be a part sure. of the discussion. Mm-hmm. But at the end, always remind them it is their turn and they can do whatever they want. And if that causes you to lose, okay. And yep. and also, if someone doesn't take your opinion of what they should do, like, let it go. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's their Absolutely. turn. Yeah. Do whatever you want on your turn. But don't get mad if someone doesn't take you your know, advice. It all boils down to the number one maxim of the board game UN. Okay. 
don't be a jerk. <laughs> that's you like that's good for a whole life. Yeah, like that's everything. a life axiom. Just don't be a jerk. I mean, I'm not against it though. It is a good axiom. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's not bad. Good job, board game you in. So, Mark, in your show notes, did you have more co-op things? I mean, I had a few notable co-op games that we could go over real quick. Tell me, uh, including a couple that really surprised me by how early they were released. Um, we had in the 1980s. We had a Sherlock Holmes consulting detective. Oh, oh we yeah. played that game. I'm yeah, terrible. We, we that played game. Like really yeah, bad. Yeah, so at it. but is that a co-op though? Because that's like competitive. No, that's the competitive. First, the first edition of that game was completely cooperative. Oh, okay. Like oh, you worked together to solve. Good, the I would need that. So Andre wanted us to play the competitive version. Yeah. As it turns out, that was that was published in '81. Um, Arkham Horror, another okay. huge co-op oh, game. Yeah, '87. Uh, Wow, really? I had no idea yeah. that game was I wonder what edition the new one, like third or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not sure, but boy, it's it was it's, it's a big crazy. Game. That game is brutal. That's yeah. a big game too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've only gotten to play that I want to say twice, but because Andre owned it. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, I, see, uh, I feel like I would love it. I know that you I like think Cthulhu, right? I like I love all that Lovecraft. Stuff. I think we lost both times. Yeah, El- Elder Gods showed up <laughs> yeah, and destroyed I us. Mean, all you don't time. ever beat the Elder Gods. <laughs> well, they... It's just how badly do you lose? <laughs> <laughs> is this a personal defeat or is it like a worldwide defeat? <laughs> did we all die or just yeah. us? <laughs> okay, <laughs> did I die or did I go crazy? Because it's also like oh, you oh, know what I've done both. <laughs> yeah, in the 1990s, there's that whole trend where cooperative games began utilizing VCR cassettes, and I yeah. have one, and we're I, gonna play it. I put a picture up on. Uh, Instagram of Star Wars VCR game. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's I crazy. So I found. Uh, I was cleaning out my attic. Uh, my mom's thinking about moving, so I was up there finding all sorts of old stuff, and I found that it's a Star Wars VHS game. It's crazy. And so I do not own a VCR. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. the entire thing is on YouTube. Oh, the entire yeah, VHS yeah. is on uh, YouTube. I was just going to say, like a lot of them now apparently are on YouTube and you can, just, you can so, just play them. Well, so I went and watched some of it and it's actually like James Earl Jones as Darth mm-hmm. Vader like yep. saying stuff yep. that is weird because he'll like say, oh, you rebels must now make a choice. And then he'll just stand there staring at the screen going... <laughs> like it I and there's like a it. timer in the corner uh-huh. it's like what, that's what cool. is this yeah. that's cool I like that yeah so um, Atmosphere was a huge like version of the game it was published in 91 I actually remember like seeing a version mm. of this game from somewhere I don't remember if I played it as a kid but it was like spooky Dave would hate it because it's super scary I'm Aww. scary yeah. I, I don't like being scary um, but I'm like a little flower the other notable example of that was Star Trek the Next Generation interactive VCR board game what Hyphen a Klingon challenge. Oh, why don't I own this? Uh, it's I, pu- published in 93 days. Now I have to go to eBay. Yeah. Uh, apparently they shot it on set and then they also used the same actors. Oh, I it's love awesome. it so much. Yeah, yeah. So I figured you'd be into that. Uh, I mean, it's probably terrible, but I absolutely want to play yeah. it. Yeah, checks out. Uh, year 2000, that's like where you see like a lot of co- cooperative games like really take off. Yeah, uh, now Lord- that Y2K is done. Yeah, now that, now that we didn't die in Y2K. So Lord of the Rings by Rainier Canincia, who also designed Age of War, which we literally just played hey, tonight. Just played that oh, game. yeah. Yep. Uh, Shadows over Camelot in 2005. Oh, we I played that. that. I own it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Pandemic, of course, in 2008. Uh, Zombicide in 2012. And Hanabi in 2010. I like Zombicide. Yeah, I've never played Hanabi, but apparently it won the 2013 Spiel. I own that game. The fireworks. It's the fireworks game. Yeah, yeah. So that has a real fun co-op mechanic that I've never seen in another game, where each of you gets dealt a hand of cards, as so many games do. But here's the catch: you can't look at them; only everyone else can. Oh, that's right. You hold it. We played it with Andre. We hold it up facing out. And oh yeah, we did play that. But you can't. I remember I was there that game. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. and you can't outright tell people what's in their hand, but there's like ways to. 
help each other. Right. It's a really interesting mm-hmm. game. I, yeah. I like it. That's cool. Yeah. Very cool. So like those are your notable um, those are your notable games from the that's, cooperative run. That's um, co-ops. Yeah. Co-ops. co-ops. We did it. We did um, our co-op. I love co-ops. I give co-ops 12 out of 10. Oh, yeah. I give it 112 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. I give it uh, like a 6. <laughs> a 6 out of 10 I give it a 7. Me. You know yeah. what, Mark? I feel like you weren't together in a, as a group on this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like we should have been together. In you know our, what? I'll yeah. give Mark's score. He gives it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> yes. Stop alpha gaming. Nope. <laughs> you made a poor choice and now you don't get to do no. your turn so that's our show <laughs> so if you like what you heard here no. and obviously if you got this far yeah you, there, there it, are, wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't by mistake if you liked what you heard there are therapists available yeah. <laughs> so uh if you go out and uh, rate and review wherever you listen to us itunes uh that's all i can think of that has a rating system but if you go to itunes give us five stars throw us a little review that'd be awesome yep. also subscribe wherever you listen if there's the ability to subscribe this this show comes out every other Wednesday. And but we've been real good about it. Real good this year about it. I mean, yep. it's only February, but we've been really good <laughs> I about feel like it. if, if there's ever a week I was going to miss, it would have been this week because I'm moving. Oh, yeah. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, like this would have been the week where I'm like, I can't do this right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but here he is. <laughs> yeah, here I am. Like a I'm, little co-op boy. I'm here, and then you you guys also need to be here. Yeah. Yeah, well, we are. Not you we guys. I mean the listeners. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I mean yeah, listeners. I thought he meant us too. Yeah, like, no, no. We are here, Mark. Yeah, I'm definitely. Yeah, I'm weird. corporeal and stuff. weird. If you have any questions or comments or just want to have a little chat, just shoot us an email at randomdrawpodcast at gmail.com. Check out our Instagram page, Random Draw Board Game Podcast. Low to our Facebook page. Yeah, at Random Draw Pod. There's all it, kinds of pictures, and Mark is really good at responding to comments and mm-hmm. discussions mm-hmm. on there. Call That's to action. Call to action. Tell me your favorite co-op game. There you <laughs> Call go. To action. Call to action. <laughs> Great. Maybe I'll put a Facebook post. Uh, Maybe I'll do like a poll. Okay. Do you, okay. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know what. Can you have it. other where people type? Yeah, things yeah. In? And then I'll put up other. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's let's do polls. I mean, you, you say you let's like yeah. we have <laughs> any say. Yeah, you do the Facebook I'm in like page. the royal we there. No, Facebook is a, is a time for you to alpha gamer, Mark. Yeah. yeah. It is 100% yours. I know. I was it's like, your character. Uh, you guys want to do a poll? <laughs> so that's episode number 23 oh. of Random Draw Board Game Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of an anticlimactic. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. Yay. We did it together. <laughs> And now for something completely different. Let's say that in 40 years, mm-hmm. we are all very old yeah. and a little decrepit. And I'll be a lot decrepit. All of our, yeah. all of our <laughs> I ladies. I know what condition I'm in. Well, and all of our ladies have bit the dust. Oh, there's and so, no chance that I'm out living Amber. <laughs> oh, but, uh, agreed. Okay. I, yeah. I also die before candy, but mm-hmm. this is a theoretical. Okay. We are in a nursing home okay. where we spend most of our days playing board games oh together. God. The but, dream nursing home? Right, but like real loud because, you know, hearing it. Is this a drafting? What? <laughs> uh, I hate car drafting. <laughs> so then we see some uh, some good looking ladies only in their upper 70s. Oh, oh no. yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think a good nursing home pickup line is? A good nursing home pickup line? Mm-hmm. I would try to be romantic, but it wouldn't work. That's what I've decided. I don't know that I'm going to be interested in the ladies although no i would just do flirting for fun like uh, but it would be terrible like everything i say you know, would be terrible be like, left man flirting for fun <laughs> like uh, i love the way the fluorescent lights <laughs> really bring yeah. out your cataracts yeah <laughs> like it would just be terrible i love Ooh, girl the, is that jaundice or is that a new foundation <laughs> i love the color of the milk in your eyes oh yeah no i see i, I don't know I, i'm not i don't know i've been accused of being a cereal flirt in the past okay mm. 
but I don't really like intentionally flirt. It's more like I had a dream. Let me tell you okay. about this dream. <laughs> Go and Mark on. was in it. Go oh, okay. Was he flirting? I, was nice. he flirting with you? No. Was he flirting with Not me? Not with me. No, it was with none of us. <laughs> no. But, oh. So it was very. The, I remember a couple specific things about it. So there was a blonde girl with a hat and her hair, <laughs> and she had the ponytail through the back of the hat, how uh-huh. the ladies do. <laughs> sure. No. And um, okay, like a ball cap. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Oh, you mean like she wasn't wearing a fedora or something? <laughs> <laughs> I, I first, when you first started, I was thinking, thinking like a bohemian, like floppy hat. Like she's at the See, Kentucky and, Derby. Yeah, no, yeah. and I was going try hat like she's a captain of an old naval ship. Oh, no, ship. no. She's wearing like, <laughs> <laughs> like a Minuteman. <laughs> like, but but no, uh, very large feather out of one side. Like a white those, plumed feather. Both of those would have been way different. Okay. Story. <laughs> but so I think we we're at a restaurant or something. But Mark wasn't sitting directly next to me. He was like a couple seats down from me. Mm-hmm. And every time this waitress came by i was just like pimping mark out to this waitress <laughs> like non-stop that's fun and then she would go down and talk to mark and i don't know what you're doing but she was into it yeah she was having it and i was telling amber this and if when I first started, she thought uh, this story was about me doing dirty things with some waitress. But no, it was me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Trying to get Mark, this lady. Wingman. Yeah, I was wingman did, in it in my dream. But and did I didn't it know work? Why. Like, I need to know the outcome. Did Mark get her number? I know it was a dream. No, knowing me, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> don't say you're so short, Mark. I don't know. She might have walked over. Dave, I'm 5'7", buddy. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> but she might have walked over, taken the large white feather out of her tri brimmed mm-hmm. hat, uh-huh. and then uh, written her number. And I'd have been like, I'll take the soup. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take the soup. Uh, she needed you to help load her flintlock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and you're man. like, oh, I know how to do that. Yeah, you got to work the wrist just right. <laughs> Step one, don't aim it down. Uh, the problem <laughs> here falls out. The problem here is your powder. Your powder's wet. <laughs> your powder's too wet. Yeah, never fire. <laughs> Why does she have a flintlock in a restaurant? You're the one she, who says she's a tricorn. pirate. Yeah, I don't know. That is true. It's mm-hmm. not a restaurant anymore. It's some sort of like shady bar on the port or, in a port. Or it is a restaurant, but it's on a ship. A ship. Oh, a like pirate a, theme ship. Yeah. And, oh, she, man. and you have to call her a wench. It's like one of those theme restaurants. It wasn't that in my dream at all. <laughs> have you ever gone to medieval times where no. you're supposed to call your waitress a wench? Because no. it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I've never, never been to medieval times, but it's, I would like to fun. go. Like, I don't imagine you have they to, have vegetarian options at medieval uh, times. I hope not. You have to eat with your hands, and I don't like that. Oh, yeah, especially if you've touched hands. all that public stuff. No, that's not my concern. I try to shake hands as many people as I can and then eat with my hands. I like to eat first, then shake, then eat more. Yeah, yeah. So the stickiness really absorbs all the germs <laughs> so you just get it all in there you gotta make sure you get it between your fingers yeah and then i both touch my eyes and inside of my mouth <laughs> perfect dan you're doing it just right yeah. unlike me as we found out on the last episode i only touch mark's face yeah <laughs> well, doing it. well that's why i have forever pink eye <laughs> the eternal conjunctivitis yeah what's wrong with your eyes oh they're always like this oh, no. This no they're always red and it's weepy normal. what are you talking about your eyes aren't yeah why do you guys look so normal <laughs> Okay, I know this isn't a politics podcast. Agree. Yeah. Okay. 100% concur. I was on the Reddit the other day. I've been on there. Yeah, and I saw a very funny headline, and I had to read the story. Uh, Dateline, Madison, Wisconsin. GOP state senator wants legislative pages to stop playing secret Hitler at work. This is from uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, that's kind of fun. A Republican state senator is complaining about legislative pages using work time to play a card game that pits fascists against liberals trying to root out a secret Hitler, a game in which some versions swap the Hitler character for President Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) 
Senator Steve Nass of Whitewater complained to his Senate GOP colleagues Wednesday that both part-time and full-time page staff have, during paid work time, been playing Secret Hitler, a politically-themed hidden card game uh, from the same game designer who created the raunchy party game Cards Against Humanity. Oh, I never realized it was the same (laughs) Yeah, either. Mm Because that game is not even mildly in the same genre. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. He wrote a public email about it, (laughs) and he says, I don't know which version was being played, but both seem inappropriate. What's a public email? Like, I guess he just wrote it to his colleagues? Because it's it's government. It's all public record. It's like an open face letter, yeah. which is weird because that's how you read letters. <laughs> yeah, it's but, like an open face sandwich, but in letter form. Yeah, Ooh, but you nice. but you shouldn't eat it. You but can, <laughs> you can, but you should not. You should not. Let me repeat: you should not eat this. You can, <laughs> but you shouldn't. That's funny. Yeah, it know. is very funny, and it didn't strike me. But like, they probably weren't like stopping what they were doing to play Secret Hitler. I could picture Secret Hitler being the perfect game to like have going on throughout the workday, where you could just be like, I mm. you can't trust that guy. What do you think? Oh, like a long, oh. the long yeah, like con I could be just like Hitler. delivering. I could just be like delivering paperwork and be like, "Dude, you can't trust Dan." Yeah. <laughs> Did you see Jeff over there? Yeah. He doing fascist things. Yeah. Dude, now I kind of <laughs> feel like I want to play Secret Hitler at Gen Con, but all day, all yeah. day. Somehow have a game going. That we just could definitely yeah. do that. Yeah. And then here's what you do: just have appointed times where you have votes. Yeah. Mm. At twelve thirty. That's, that's the biggest disruption. At twelve thirty, there'll be a vote. But yeah. Anyway, I thought that was a very funny story. I, I could do like I, that. I had a great time. That's funny. Now I want to play all these dudes. That's a good idea. All day secret Hitler. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love it. Oh, you have to amend some rules maybe, but sure. Yeah, and then just... at the end of the day, you can kill the fascist. Or <laughs> or not. Or crown Hitler. <laughs> it's offensive. I don't know. Crown Hitler. <laughs> it's weird that it's you, a crown is where you went with Well, that. I mean, he was a dictator. Yeah, but dictators don't wear crowns. Kings wear crowns. Yeah, dictators, I feel like, wear sashes. Big I feel Mark. like I feel like the only reason. <laughs> Huge difference. I feel Mark. like the only reason Hitler didn't have a crown is because they were using all the metals to make bullets. <laughs> no, no, no. A lot of the metals were used to make metals. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's have true. you seen dictators? They have those vests and just total yeah. metals mm-hmm. that they have made up and awarded themselves. They have a whole nother outfit you know of what? metals. Now I want to be a dictator. Yeah. Not for the power or the money, for the metals. Can we do, just want to clink everywhere I go? Can we do like a favorite dictators round robin here? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Nope. Okay. I refuse to participate. Yeah. <laughs> Game over, man. Game over.